This episode is sponsored by CastlemaniaGames.com. Castlemania specializes in retro and modern video game accessories. Their store includes new retro accessories from HD Retrovision, Eon Gaming, Retrobit, and more. They also carry products from modern games to consoles and accessories, as well as homebrew and repo parts. At checkout, use the coupon code THEGAMERSLOUNGE to get 10% off your order. Thanks again to Castlemania Games for sponsoring this show. Welcome back to the Gamers Lounge Podcast. My name is John Meadows. With me as always, Eric Nathaniel and Dennis. I almost said Robert for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, I know we look alike. So yeah, I know. I know. Yep. You guys look really carbon copies, man. So <laughs> much twins. Alike, I, I don't even understand why that. I guess because we've been talking, we've been doing things this week, me and Dennis with Robert, yeah. and I guess yeah. I got Robert on the brain. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of exciting things, though. Hopefully, stuff that we can you know talk about more in the future. But yeah. I think it's uh it's gonna be very very exciting. A lot of big a lot of big things coming. So yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're slowly slowly but surely getting all the all that stuff kind of buttoned up. So hopefully yeah. in the next week or two we'll we'll know who the what and where. So there's there's my Johnson I pulled for the day. So I pulled my Johnson for the day. Wait a minute, that didn't sound right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, let's let's talk about what we've been uh, what we've been playing, what we've been doing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Eric. You? Oh no, wait. That's the background Eric has. I'm like, wait a minute. What is what is going on with Eric? He's all special special background. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're half and half today. <laughs> yeah. Two special backgrounds too. Just like, eh, that's what's behind me. He swapped it on me, and I thought he was frozen there for a minute. I was about ready to go. Oh, Eric walked out. Oh no, wait. He's not frozen. He's got a background on there now. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, like I say, we'll get into what we've uh, what we've been playing. We actually got some good news that'll probably spark some discussion. So, um, I haven't played too too much this week. Um, I was talking with Nathaniel before the show. I I picked up Chorus for the Xbox on Thursday. I was interested um, in that one. Yeah, I, I was really really interested in it too. And I had to use my well, I didn't. I, I wanted to go ahead and use my five dollar uh, off card, which beginning next month you will no longer be able to use that for digital currency. Just to let everybody know, um, because apparently my five dollar shop cards. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I guess yeah. that's why they stopped doing it. Was because oh, there's no game I want to buy. I just put it on a put it on an e shop card or whatever for me. That's all I need. Oh um, heavens forbid, people actually try and use the thing. For yeah, I know, right. Just- so, yeah. um, <laughs> so I ended up buying it digitally because where I got a Series S, I probably will want to play some of it on the road. So I was like, you know, now it's kind of like, oh, well, I, I'm a physical guy, but 
oh, I kind of want to play it when I'm on out on the road, so I might want to buy digital. So now, what do I want to do? So now it's you know now now I'm torn. You know, I got to be very particular. You played yourself, John. You played. Yourself. I did. I played myself bad because <laughs> I I played myself right into a corner because I was like, crap. What is? It? Oh man. But anyway, <laughs> so I've only played it for just the little opening mission or two, just to kind of get the feel from it. It's very cool. The graphics are awesome. It's it reminds me a lot of Everspace. You never physically get out of your ship and walk around. There are cutscenes uh, every once in a while, but you know nothing where you get out. But it's very the ship. Uh, the route it seems like it's going is the ship's going to be very symbiotic with me. So it's like one of those things where the ship's living and I'm living, and we're fighting. You know, you know. Well, I don't want to give too much away from the story at the beginning, but you know. Uh, so I have more choir practice, right? Yeah, chorus. Yeah. That's what chorus. That means. Yeah. yeah, or as I thought it was for the longest time, Corvus, because you know, because it was a V. It looked like a V on <laughs> the like Corvus. Yeah. Corvus. So I was like, wait a minute, that's chorus. Well, that's a V. Oh well, whatever. Yeah, if you're gonna stylize your logo, the V and the U, you, you, you I don't know. It's yeah, it was weird. It was very strange. But yeah, I, I, I like I said, I just I picked it up, just played it just a little bit the other day. It was really good. Um, one of the other games that I played and played it to completion was Firewatch. Hey, 2016, I finally got a chance to sit Woo! down and play Firewatch. Yay! That's uh, good. That game. is amazing. Yeah, it was a really cool game. I really enjoyed it. I ended up getting all the achievements and from start to finish. Yeah. I think it only took me like two and a half, three hours, yeah, something like that. One, one trophy, but yeah, it's it's a great game. Uh, if it's the one trophy about the cassette, you walked right by it on the way out the way out the end of the game. I don't know what cassette no. it was. Or if it's the raccoon that pops out, that's an achievement too. You walked right yeah, by. It. You right walked right by all the, that. It might be the raccoon. Yeah. Well, you can go back into free walk and literally yeah. take five seconds and get yeah. your get your platinum on it or your thousand points, whatever, wherever yep. you played it at. Um, yeah, it was an excellent game. I really wanted to know what else. I was kind of like, well, this kind of ended kind of quick. I want to know what what's going to happen. Are we going to do another game? Don't know. Um, but yeah, I could talk about it. Everybody, sir, yeah, it's a 2016 game. Come on, six years old, and I just <laughs> yeah, it's still fun. Isn't yeah. that like small, like I, what two, three, four person studio? Yeah, or something? it was Maybe a game, and then uh, then oh, Valve oh, acquired oh. them, didn't they? Um, that I don't know. Maybe they did. That's uh, right. Because I thought they were working on that one. Um, I forget what the game is called, but it's like a. There's like a couple women who are the characters of the trailer, and they're like in Egypt doing archaeology or something. Oh yeah, my I brain is forgetting what that. it was. So they announced it, and then like a while after that, Valve picked them up. I think. Yeah. Okay. So, now that you say all that, I do remember that. I don't. I, don't it, I could be misremembering too, because I'm just pulling this out of my head, out of what I'm vaguely remembering it's not like i've looked it up recently right. that vaguely sounds right though i do remember something like that but so they're playing around at valve maybe who knows, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. uh the other one of the other games i played if you could call it a game was uh town scraper i don't i call it more of a a doodle than a doodle game than yeah. i would a game i mean it's not there's no plot there's no story there's no setup there's no levels it's just and and Dennis, I know you played it too. It's just I did, yeah. you're building. You pick a section in the water, and you just start building houses. And you can stack them yeah, as it. high as you want, or as wide as you want, or 
cut the legs out from underneath of them, put them on little stilts. I mean, it was... Yeah, I mean, you're really just going between, like, two buttons. Like, one button is to yeah. place, the other button is to delete, and then that's it. That's You just kind of go for it. Literally, I played it for 45 minutes, got all 1,000 achievements, and went, that was really cool. Uninstall and went on to something <laughs> yeah. else. I mean, it was like, you know. I mean, it, and it was. It's a really cool game. I know it's on everything. It's on mobile and everything like that. I think it would be a lot cooler on mobile as a just a, oh, let me log in and just kind of chill out doing something, move my fingers it's around, just, absolutely. you know, something. Like yeah. I, uh, out, of, out of curiosity, um, we went to Google because my girlfriend and I were playing that together, and we went to Google to just see what other stuff other people uh, were making. And like, my God, oh yeah, some people get super like intricate and elaborate with like their designs. It's insane what people can do with you know that that game. I mean, like you said, if you want to call it that, but yeah. it's more of like really like a design software. Yeah probably the best way to look at it but it's 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 awesome that's cool yeah it was really cool the, i mean with the colors and the graphics and the, the art vibrant. direction was i mean it was really cool i mean i liked it i liked it a lot you know but it was like uh i mean if you just want something that's a super quick play just kind of chill out for a few i mean that's yeah. that's it um Easy I, thousand G's, I yeah really so. <laughs> um i heard and i don't know if it's true and i never did any research but i heard someone say that there's like a mod on the steam or the pc version where after you build it you can load the mod and walk through your town in first person oh, uh, wow, that's really cool. which would be cool oh, if, if that's true i, I that once again awesome. i just heard something and i'm reporting it as fact because that's yeah. all i know <laughs> there's a mod that if you put it on there and you walk through in a specific way the game turns into skyrim so yeah, uh, what <laughs> that wouldn't wouldn't surprise me that wouldn't surprise me at all um, and the last game that I, I started last night, I started uh, The Pedestrian last night, played the first level, I guess you'd call it. The, you know, uh, it is an awesome platforming puzzle game. It is really cool. I mean, you're just a stick man going through signs, and you have a yeah. door, and you go up. And it's, it's fantastic. It's yeah, the trailer so for it looked really cool. That game was constantly blowing my mind. I beat it um, after, I want to say, maybe five hours, four or five hours. Mm. And, uh, man, it just it just kept blowing my mind, you know? And it just, yeah. like, and especially by the end, I'm not going to spoil it, because something at the end, like, very unexpected happens. Oh, okay. But it, it, is, it is insane. It's, it's awesome. And uh, it's probably one of the most clever puzzle games I've played in the last couple of years. And honestly, now... <sighs> I, I mean, it, just because of how memorable and how unique it is, it pro- I can probably safely say it's probably one of my favorite puzzle games like ever. Probably, yeah, you know? I mean, so. you know, like I said, I just played the first level of it, you know, and it was, yeah, it was great. I mean, I loved it. I mean, oh, the yeah. puzzles I mean, weren't the super hard, you know. Alexa, cancel. I don't know what she thought I said, but she's up here rambling something off to me. Good grief. Alexa just wants to let you know what she's been playing. I guess. I don't know. Here's an idea of what is that? Oh, shut up. <laughs> anyway. That's not been on Game Pass for that long. It's only no, I think like, it came what, out like a couple oh, weeks at most or this week. Uh, I forget. Yeah, not even maybe at most. They added weeks. also, uh, was it Goragoa, I believe is how you pronounce it, yeah. recently. And that is yeah. a awesome puzzle game. I put that on I, Steam a I while ago. That on switch still i've got to play it though unfortunately but um i do own it. If you like puzzle games it's worth playing i do yeah, very much it's on my yeah. it's on my list it's on my, on my and it's not list. too long either it's another you know fairly short puzzle game yeah so. i've been kind of you know i haven't had a whole lot of time so these short little set down puzzle games have been 
really really cool to play you know firewatch and and you know like the other day i i didn't last weekend i didn't have a ton of time to play i literally had to do wash and go to bed and when i put the wash in sat and played town scraper and then went to bed you know i mean it was and i and i and i uh achieved something you know it wasn't like yeah. i just played got on sea of thieves and went to some place and did nothing it was you know i actually <laughs> did something like in a game yeah I, yeah that's that was what i was trying to think of i felt like i accomplished something so right. um but yeah the pedestrian that's as soon as we get done you know, i'll go upstairs let the dog out and i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna play it some more <laughs> it is it is great it gets super challenging like i mean I, as one can imagine that's how most puzzle games are but like it gets super challenging like towards the end uh just because of all the different tricks and stuff yeah. you can do and, and you'll see it's not that part's not particularly a spoiler they just give you more mechanics to work with yeah. and uh and just environmental things like eventually um you know without getting too much of the details just so you can still see it for yourself eventually you know you'll because you said you only played what the first level yeah i only played the first level yeah i literally okay. put the battery in the elevator and went up and that's okay and that that's was where it. I okay, okay. Yeah, so. okay so so really you've just been kind of just jumping and platforming at the moment yeah. with mm-hmm. some, some puzzle elements okay eventually you can start using like springs to jump really high and you'll need yeah. boxes that you'll need to grab and drag to put you to places you can't normally just jump to um just to kind of you know you know tell you some some of them without you know telling you all of it but um but yeah it gets it gets more complex as you go and but it just keeps getting like just more clever also because even though it gets harder it gets more clever as Mm -hmm. you're going and um i never once did i i mean never once did i really feel particularly I wouldn't use the word frustrated, but like, I don't know, every time I did solve a puzzle, because I never had to look anything up, you know, Um, now this is going to vary from person to person, depending on your puzzle proficiency, but, you know, I was just kind of, you know, enjoying it, though, I, I mean, I did find myself at many times, you know, just kind of staring at the screen for like, you know, 10, 15 minutes as I'm like doing all these, yeah. <laughs> you know, all of it in my head of like, well, if I put that there and then move this here, and then if I jump yeah. up here, you know, and I'm like, no, no, that doesn't work. Scrap that idea. So I'm going, I'm just brainstorming all these ways to, and all these ways to uh, complete the level basically. Um, but it is so rewarding. Like every time you beat each level, especially with the more complex ones. And by the end, it's just like, just absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. It was fantastic. Absolutely yeah. Fantastic. yeah. It really is. I, that's and you. It's funny you say that because I started the the next puzzle and it was actually I had to move these and that to make the block fall over and drag it through. And it was, I didn't have a whole lot of time this afternoon to play, but I fired it up and thought, oh, I can just do this one puzzle real quick. And I went, one oh wait, wait a minute, I'm going to sit here and think about. Now for, <laughs> forget it. I'll come, <laughs> yeah. I'll come back later. I don't have that much time to sit and actually figure that one out. So you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to come back to that. Thankfully, with the power of quick resume, though, you'll be right back. Oh in yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. so, thankfully, with that quick resume, I mean, I was just back in it because I, I had to take like maybe like a couple of breaks from time to time and just be like, I gotta let my brain rest. Yeah. Because you know they got crazy <laughs> after a while. Um, but man, it's just so good. It's so good. One of the best puzzle games I've played in years. Like that was awesome. And the thing is, this is the beauty of Game Pass, right? Where it's just like I never heard of that game. Like no. I know, apparently, it came out in 2020. I never even heard of it. And I probably um, would not have picked it, it up, you know, unless somebody here picked it yeah. up and said, hey, I played this awesome puzzle game. This was like, you should play it. That'd be the only way I'd I never yeah. even heard of it. It was like, oh, well, this looks interesting. Yeah, yeah that's... Yeah, I hadn't heard of it. And, you know, apparently it came out in 2020 on PC. And then I guess it just came out to consoles, and that's why it's on Game Pass now. But, um, 
but yeah, you know, and I downloaded it because I was like, oh, well, this looks neat because I just saw a little GIF. I just saw a GIF of it, um, and I was already sold on the GIF, which says something, you know. And yeah, then, peanut uh, butter's good, man. So I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Anytime anyone butter. says GIF, I'm just like, no, no, that's peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. It is peanut butter. You're not wrong. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I saw it. I'm not going to get into that it. discussion, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to do it. <laughs> but I saw it. I downloaded it, and uh, and you know, and I that would have never happened otherwise if it wasn't for for Game Pass, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm just and it just came at the right time. It was hard to put down. Man, I just it was just awesome. Like if you love puzzle games, please do yourself a favor and check it out, especially yeah. if you have Game Pass. No reason not to. Yeah. No reason. And, and and see this this is what I like about Game Pass, and this is what people who don't like Game Pass and are so whatever to it it's like no nope, this is this is what you what game pass for not that you won't buy any games but you'll get introduced to games that you might not normally play and then you will go buy them if you you know if you yeah. want them you know it's... i've always said like I, I don't do it anymore but like back when i was like maybe like 10 years ago so when i was like you know 16 ish still in high school whatever um it you know i I would torrent a lot of games, right? I just, mm. you know, I didn't, you know, have the income to, you know, just spend $60 every week on, right. you yeah. know, whatever, whatever new was coming out. So a lot of the stuff I would torrent, which is why I was so heavy into PC at the time, because you're not going to torrent on console. That's just right. not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, not if but, you want to play online anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that, I didn't care about my Wii U. That's why that, that got modded real quick. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but, but that aside, um, but yeah, no, but eventually down the line, I would say looking back on on it now i want to say maybe 85 percent i want to say is an accurate number 85 percent of the games that i did torrent at one point i ended up buying and now i own it's yeah. a, i have it in the library whether it be physically and or digitally because sometimes i double dip with some games i'm like you know what i like that game a lot i bought right. it digitally and has a physical copy sure i'll buy it again just mm -hmm. to have it for the collection you know and these were games that i initially torrented right and then these are also games that i'm just like i love and i'm and then i recommend them to other people there goes another couple sales right there mm -hmm. you know so because um, i don't tell them to go torrent it i'm just like no no go go yeah yeah um I'll, I'll i'll torrent it and then uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so uh but but yeah so you know through that kind of word of mouth um uh, but but yeah no i mean it's kind of a, a, it's kind of a weird sort of comparison with torrenting and xbox game pass but yeah. you know because you are you are paying for game pass right but, yeah but you know it's one set fee and you get all these games for quote-unquote free you know, and you know, you can play them. You know, some of them day and yeah, day. Give it less, like you get it for free. But like by the time you played like two things or whatever, depending yeah. on what it is, yeah. it's paid for itself. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like, yeah. it's also good. It's good for like, okay, here's some like slightly older game or something that I wanted to play maybe, but I wasn't super into it enough to pay full price. But hey, it's on Game Pass. Or here's all these small things I might not have played otherwise right. because. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't have heard of them, or I just didn't want to pay, you know, twenty bucks a pop for a bunch of different things. I might have paid like two of them instead of all of them. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly, Game Pass is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and you know, so, and there's there have been quite a few games actually that were on Game Pass that I just ended up buying just because you know, yeah. you know sometimes you just see them part of a sale and that it's a good deal and you're like, you know what, if it's, even though it's on Game Pass and I have Game Pass, I would actually like to like own that for myself. I like yeah. that game and, well and own eventually it. stuff. It could go buy it. off Game Pass too. Yeah, yeah exactly. like yeah. Desperado is going off right now, and it's like, oh, I want to play that game, and I or I want to finish that game. I barely played it. I'm going to buy it before it goes because right. I want yeah. it. You know, it's exactly, yeah. and it's uh, yeah. 
and I think you know it's. I mean, and Phil Spencer has brought out the numbers time and time and time again. It's just like, look, a lot of people that own Game Pass still buy a lot of games mm-hmm. from Game Pass too. You know, so not only is it a great service, you know, to have people give people all of this content, but you know, these are people that are discovering, you know that you know their new favorite game that they didn't even know existed probably if it wasn't for game pass you know and then they follow i mean just point point and ca- like just the uh, uh um i already forgot the name of it <laughs> the uh <laughs> i think i'm going crazy the uh, the pedestrian burn. there we go the oh yeah the pedestrian okay yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't sure I what you were talking about i was like okay I almost said the pedigree. oh no way uh, the pedigree well okay i wouldn't know what pedigree, you're talking yeah. about okay <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, you know that it's like dog food. It's, you know, the pedigree. Yeah, <laughs> Sanjiela. So pedigree, yeah. the dogs are yellow. Yeah, I could see where that yeah. you could go. But anyway, yeah. it's, it's, dog it's, food on Game Pass confirmed. What? Yeah, dog oh, food, a little bit of Triple H. I don't know, it's something. Save, save <laughs> me some oh. money for dog food. That'd be great. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, the pedestrian, for example, just like I mean, just how how much I fell in love with that game, and I'd never heard of it prior to coming to Game Pass. Yeah. You know, and, um, but yeah, no, great game and I, there's also been a lot of games on game pass also that i'll play on game pass and then buy again mm-hmm. because i remember loving it so much on like the switch basically yeah you know i'm like oh i want to you know play that on the switch see what that's like on the switch you know see a good deal for it yeah why not i'll buy it on the switch yeah. and then there goes the sale yeah. <laughs> you know yeah get another sale mm-hmm. so it's honestly done nothing but you know but wonders and again phil spencer brings out the numbers time and time again he's like no like it's you know great for business it's great for everybody everybody wins and you know so it's always weird just seeing you know all the people being like you know it's not sustainable this or you know it's just you know it's terrible for developers that you know and stuff like that and you know just you know we don't want something like this better for some developers than others i'm sure but it's definitely good enough for xbox that they'll keep it going as long as they possibly yeah of course yeah. Yep. Well, I, did you listen to that uh, that podcast, uh, the New York Times podcast that I recommended to you, um, Dennis? Did you listen to that? I did not, unfortunately, but I did see some excerpts from it. Yeah. Um, it was so, a yeah. it's it's is a fantastic interview. It's a short little thirty minute interview. It's just I don't yeah. even remember the woman's name, but her and Phil Spencer, and she just rapid fire shoots questions at him. Um, yeah. You know from you know, sales of systems all the way to sexual harassment in like half an hour. You know, it's just like, I remember him. I remember seeing an excerpt where he did talk about Activision Blizzard, yeah. um, you know, and he's like, look, I mean, we've had meetings that, you know, just, you know, cause right now, like, you know, they're on thin ice, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Activision Blizzard with, with a lot yeah. of partners. They're not, they're not, do, they're not doing good at the moment. So a lot of people really don't want anything to do with them. So yeah. people don't want to buy their games. Well, you know, and he was, you know, he was saying, you know, with console sales and, you know, and everything like that, you know, uh, and software sales and, you know, people can say what they want about Game Pass, not selling consoles and not selling games, but games are selling, consoles are selling, Game Pass is selling, it's everything's selling. What off? They're doing as good as everywhere. they can. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and one of the things that I was, I was, I was surprised was, was I went out this week and I stopped at a lot of targets, a lot of game stops and a lot of Walmarts cause I'm looking for GI Joe's. But anyway, um, and I'd always go through the electronic section. Every store had at least 10 series S's on hand. And switches? no, uh, no switches, no PS fours, no PS fives, nothing. Just, Series S's was all they had. And what Phil Spencer said in that interview was what they found out in the fall was for every Series X they made, they could produce two Series S's. 
So yeah. that's what they did. So for every one Xbox, there was or one Series X. So, so for every two Series S's, there's at least been one Series X. So if there was ten in store, there was five Series X's made. And yeah, you know, I mean, and that's that's why the Series S is so prevalent because they can make them quicker and they can make them cheaper. That's why they. Well, can. also that that price point is just like irresistible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking three hundred dollars. The Nintendo Switch OLED, which is not a next gen system, is three hundred fifty. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and nobody's so, and everybody's complaining because Microsoft quietly stopped making the Siri or the One uh, S at the end yeah. of 2020 and didn't even say anything to anybody. And everybody's like shocked and appalled by this. I'm like, well, why would they? There's no reason to make it because you have the the X and the Series S and the S is the same price or maybe cheaper. I don't even know how cheaper, much the actually, yeah. the One S is worth at, at this point. Yeah. But, you know, and I can't tell you the last time I saw one, an, a, 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 a one X or a PS4 on the, on the shelf, but Sony's going to make more PS4s. They can't make enough PS5s, but God, <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna make well, PS4. but God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn's coming out and they got to have those sales either on the PS4 or the PS5. Yeah, so but that's the silly sales. thing. There's already so many PS4s mm-hmm. out in the wild. So like, sure, you could sell some more, but that's not going to help God of War or Horizon that much more by having PS4s on the shelf. Like, I just, maybe, but... what would help would be a PC port. <laughs> yeah. Like, of those as well. Right? Like, like, we'll talk about that in a while when we get to my stuff. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is, is how many people a year ago said because Microsoft was had the, the 1S still on the market that the 1S was holding and the, and the, the Series X would hold back this console generation. And then Sony says we're going to make a million more PlayStation 4s. <laughs> it's like, that's not clearly, nobody thinks anybody's holding anything back. Um, regardless, or Sony. Let's just Sony is like we think we can sell these, so we'll make them because we can, and, and they will. I guarantee they will. Like, They'll sell them. I, yeah. people want them. It's I mean, kind of making a news cards. story out of a non. Yeah, it like, really is. It's, yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, they'll sell them. Are they still selling the pros for four hundred dollars though? Because that, I don't, I don't ever think I've ever seen that price change. I'll be honest with you, I don't know. I haven't seen any in a store in over a year and a half, so I don't know. Because I, I don't know, because that they're gonna have to do some lower price point or something. Like I get it's the beefier system, and that's more compelling than a base PS4 Slim. But like, I just feel like when you're spending four hundred dollars, when the PS5 digital is four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. also, you know, why just you know, if you can hold out, just, Let's see just get what that. I can pull up here. Uh, used at GameStop three eighty nine. Um... Used. <laughs> oh my god. Shopping. That's the tab I'm looking for. Um, I need to clean off my PS4 and trade it in. Well, the value, <laughs> well, the value of them actually dropped the other day after Sony right. said they were still making them. I sold when I sold mine and my One X. I sold them for three hundred thirty dollars each to GameStop yeah, for store credit. Now they're two eighty. So <laughs> that's on the high end. That's yeah. for the pro membership. It's two eighty. I mean, it's that's still a decent chunk, but yeah, it's yeah. a lot yeah. less than what you got. You're looking at you're looking at two well one eighty seven for a PS four five hundred gigabyte and a two eighty two eighty in credit for a PS four pro right. Two eighty mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. trade in or sell mine. Yeah, I got rid of my station. Who wants to meet at the police station? That usually 
So. I usually matures uh, <laughs> enough people. Trust me. <laughs> you, you don't even mention like selling a console or anything. You're just putting out there. Who wants to meet at the police station? Yeah, who, like, wants having meet up. who wants to meet? Who wants to Actually, one time I know of a great coffee place down the street. <laughs> I think I was I was selling the Switch Lite I had, and the guy was interested. And as soon as I said the police station, he's like, uh, "I'm not really comfortable meeting there." I'm like, hmm. "Well then." I'm not just because my mug shot's hanging down on the wall. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to say. Um, yeah, they don't have any on their GameStop website, so all I can go is is by the pre-owned price, which is two three eighty nine. I bet. Yeah. I bet as soon as you traded yours in, John, I bet it was gone. Oh, I know it was because the guy who worked there is the one that bought it. Because yeah. <laughs> he said he was going to buy it when I walked in. When I walked in with my one X last Saturday, the two guys that were working there were going to get in an argument on who was going to buy that that night and go home with it. <laughs> that would be kind of funny to see they're arguing. I told him I said, "Well, if I read in the paper that somebody gets beat up at GameStop, I'll know what happened." You know, good yeah. luck, guys. I'll see you later. Bye. But that's you what know. happens when you take care of your stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which isn't hard. You just no. you know. Dust it off every once in a while. That's it. Make sure, you know, keep the cockroaches away. Yeah. My Lord. So, I mean, you used to work there, John. I used to work there. Like, you know, I'm sure combined <laughs> the amount of horror stories I that always, we have. I always love picking up a system and going, <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, I hear roaches in there rattling yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Yeah, that'll be good. Can't yeah, wait for like, that. It's like you switch all over again. You're just tilting the Joy-Con. There's yeah. about eight in here. There's just about eight marbles. Sh- yeah, after you buy it, after, <laughs> after you sell it, That's you open it. up the disc tray, you pulled off the back of the PlayStation 2, and you shook it over the trash can and just let everything fall out oh of it. Or in sugar in the coffee. Oh it's God, ridiculous. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. gross. Like the people that would come in, you know, it's just like, yeah, this thing doesn't work anymore. I wonder why. Yeah. This thing is shot because, you know, you got all all these roaches. You know, you got Mama Roach, Papa Roach. Shout out to the band, I guess. And, like, they're all in here. It's, it's You know, and I've, 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 I've... You know, that's not a disc tray. That's a cup holder. Yeah. Yeah, really. You know, and I've never... I have not seen a roach in a house in probably 20 years. And we have no... And, I mean, we have... We have, uh, down here, we have those crickets. They don't really make any noise. They're just those black crickets that come in in the summertime. And then in the wintertime, they all cuddle behind my computer where they die because it's warm there. You know, the power is warm, yeah. so they eventually die. So I'll suck them up. But and they don't even get in my computers or my systems because I know they're there. No. It's like, let me just suck well, those the things thing up with like, a vacuum cleaner real quick. It's, I don't know. Well, People are that's weird. That's the weird thing, too, is like even some of my older consoles, you know, before, you know, when we're talking like stuff, you know, when I had what I had... You know, consoles that I had when I was a kid, right? Yeah. So stuff that I didn't really take care of. You, didn't, you don't think about that stuff. All you think about is turning it on and playing the game, right? You right. don't really consider dust, you, if you even know what that is at that age. You know, you don't, you know, consider, you know, bugs and, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And, you know, heat, heat sources and, you know, the, the, the weather and, you know, how that affects, you know, bugs coming in and out. So... You know, but even looking back then, because I still have my GameCube, it's still in pristine condition. My parents didn't take care of this; they didn't care for it. They just kind of got it for me to, you know, make me shut up. You know, just like yeah. just like any <laughs> just so they can keep. Hey, go! I have a lunchbox. I have yeah, my games. I have my original Odyssey two that my bro- my mother bought me in 1982, and yeah. still in the box. I mean, and yeah. it's it looks just like I got it yesterday yeah. i mean it's brand new and it works i hook it up to the old tv like and it works i mean yep. you know my it's 40 like years old <laughs> yeah 
And Nintendo 64 is like that. My Dreamcast is like that. My Game Boy, my Game Boy Color, so on and so forth. All of those old retro stuff now that would be considered retro yeah. is like all still in pristine condition. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't understand what people do. I just That's because you weren't spilling Mountain Dew on it, wiping your Cheeto fingers on it. The list goes on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I wonder, I'm like, did you eat cake and then just rub your hands all over this console or did you use or did you use the console as a plate to eat your cake yes i mean that's that's the question i mean did you just i understand loving your console so much you want to hold it tight but yeah you don't want to just you know did you you unhook your nes and take it in there and go oh i'm all out of plates let me cut this piece of cake and put it on top of my (laughs) nes and eat it yeah because i have nothing else to put it on yeah it's like oh my gosh what are you doing i mean Yeah. If you want some of my little PlayStation, you want yeah. Just... <laughs> oh, <laughs> PlayStation, open up that disc tray. Here's the cake. Get in there. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> that's how you turbo clock consoles. You feed them cake. Oh, okay. Is that how that works? Okay, yeah, yeah. That could be pretty funny. I mean, I know you guys have seen some gross stuff. I picked oh, up some stuff gosh. where I was like, "Did what? Did you just like put this by your cigarettes the entire time and yeah. just smoke yeah. and smoke?" Yeah. Yeah, well, I've come home with time. with boxes of Genesis games and Genesis and stuff, and just left them out in the garage for a week to air out because it's like, holy crap, y'all just yeah. was this kept under the bar it and by grandma's ashtray, she's yeah. smoking all the time. Well, there, there, I'd open up Genesis to clean them, and I'd be like, oh crap, and I close it, walk upstairs, and Nikki's going, why are you going out in the backyard? I got to dump all the crap and the the roaches and the roach leftovers out of these things. I mean, it's yeah. like, what are people doing? Well, that reminds me too. Like, I remember, um, I think this was probably shortly after I left, where like I bought an Ocean Shadow Xbox One controller because mm. I, I was looking for that color for a while. We finally had one and I was just like, yes, I'm buying that. Um, you know, and I knew the people that worked there. I knew it worked fine. I knew they cleaned it and everything. So yeah. it, and everything worked fine. However, when I got home, I, it reeked of like cigarette smell. Yep. And I tried everything, you guys. Like I, everything. I'm telling you, like I sprayed this thing with Glade. I, I put a little bit of that Fabrizio in there, I, like everything, you name it. Like I, I you feed it cake. <laughs> yeah, you feed it cake. But like every, like I gave it a good like wash down. You know, I have like you know like uh, electronic like cleaning toolkits and stuff yeah. like that too. So I did it. I did everything. You know, e- everything, and still it reeked. It reeked, and I, I, within forty eight hours, I was like, I can't anymore. Like I don't want this anymore. So I just I sent it back. Unfortunately, you know, I like that color a lot. But I was like, you know what? I thought about it this way. I was like, if I really want that color, I just buy a random Xbox controller and I'll yeah. just swap out the boat myself because they're really well, easy to do. And my my um, elite controller that I got was like that. It was a pallet return from okay. Walmart. So somebody yeah. it didn't work, so they brought it back, and it, it reeked of cigarette smoke. Took me three weeks to get the cigarette smell out of it. By every other day, taking a Lysol wipe, uh, you know, the cleaning wipes, wiping it down, then taking isopropyl alcohol and soaking it in and wiping it down. And it finally, now it's, it smells perfect, but oh my gosh, it was like, still it was worth it for, yeah, well, for the price I paid for it. It's like, no, I'll I'll put up with it till it, (laughs) I'll get this smell out of it eventually. (sighs) (sighs) 
<laughs> Let me just sleep yeah, with like, it and stick it in my sock drawer <laughs> and yeah, smell like clean clothes. You know. It's I mean, like, what I had was really bad though. Like literally, after forty-eight hours, I was like, nope, I don't want it anymore. Like, yeah. I, it's not worth it. I just sent it right back. So. Yeah, there's been some things I've gotten in lots that I've just thrown away. That I'm like, yeah, they're not. Nobody's gonna want that. It smells like smoke. It's yellow. It's got tar on it. I'm, it's out. It's yeah. out the door. Gross. Yeah, yeah it's gross. But man, that was quite a divergence to what we've been playing. <laughs> a little bit, uh, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, so so go ahead, Dennis. I think I took about half your list there. Uh, we were no, playing. Okay. The, we were Look, following each other the whole thing. So yeah, it's, we were following each other around. So, but but go ahead. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we talked about Firewatch. We talked about the pedestrian. We talked about Townscraper. Townscaper. Is it Scraper or Scaper? I always get confused. I always because... say Scaper, but I mean, there's Scaper, no, okay. it's not S C R. It's not scrape. Yeah. It's RS- okay, so it's just scaper. scaper. I mean, scape would make more sense anyways, just because when you think of like a... Well, no, because a skyscraper, it's a skyscraper, not a skyscraper. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, anyway. on. <laughs> Spelling, uh, who knows? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand I don't, I don't. <laughs> But yeah, all three of those great games, the pedestrian especially, if you have Xbox Game Pass, um, absolutely check them out. Do yourself a favor, check those out. They're great. Um, the pedestrian townscaper, I know, just came out within the last like week or two on Game Pass. So those are like fresh to the service. Yeah. Um, but um, in addition to Game Pass, before I get onto the other stuff, uh, one more thing that I've been playing from uh, Game Pass is uh, the Artful Escape, which um, I don't know how far I am into it. I put a couple hours into it. I don't think it's a particularly long game. From yeah, what it's about up. four hours. Four it's hours? Done. Okay, yeah. Um, so I want to say I'm for sure at least halfway through, at least. Nice. Um, I'm, gl- I'm glad it, you liked it. I'm glad you liked yeah, it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, actually. I think it's great. I, I, it makes me laugh because a lot of it honestly reminds me of, like, if they just went – if it's like a psychedelic art house version of Bill and Ted <laughs> is what it reminds me of. <laughs> and it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, so – but yeah, I need no, a Bill and Ted game now, man. Uh, yeah, I know. Actually, I think there was one on the Super Nintendo. No, uh, <laughs> but like a yeah. modern one, right? More modern one, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was one on PlayStation. I think it was just a Super Nintendo or NES. I don't remember which. Okay, yeah, because I mean, back then, they I mean they would license anything and everything. No. I mean, I want a game where I can just press X to party on, dudes, or you know, pre- <laughs> no, X the, would have to be X. They did make yes, a Wayne's World game, X, so party on. Yeah, they did make a Wayne's World game too. <laughs> it's quite expensive now um, on the NES. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, like Artful Escape is, um, it's super interesting. It, it took me like a couple seconds, well, not a couple seconds, a couple of like, like the first like 30 to 45 minutes, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be like too into this, but then I don't know, it just kind of like sucked me in out of nowhere. And like, I just kind of fell in love with it. And uh, the environments are beautiful, like going through all these different, because, you know, you're kind of going through space, you're going through the cosmos, you know, and you're just trying to, you know, put on the most metal concerts, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. And, uh all across the galaxy and um it's it's great because it's it's got a weird sort of interesting mix of like you know it's a side scroller it's a platform it's sort of a narrative adventure um and uh yeah no i mean the aesthetic is beautiful and um the narration and the storytelling is is really really great and it's an annapurna game so you know it, you know if you're familiar with annapurna and like the type of material that they typically put out um uh, not that they're all the same but you kind of had to have already have like a general vibe and idea of what you're kind of getting yourself into. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's been a really really good time so far. Um, it's the controls are fairly simple. You know, it's like part rhythm also because at some points with some of the battles, um, you have to like you know do certain button presses in a certain way depending 
on what mm-hmm. lights up um, either in your environment or on a particular like monsters or person's like face basically or an alien's face um, so but the designs are crazy they're super unique um, they don't feel like anything else I've ever seen before and it's just just a really clever and pretty game that um, it's, it's really refreshing that's the, probably the best word to use for that game is it's super refreshing and uh, very original so I, I, mm-hmm. I like it a lot and again that is on Xbox Game Pass and if you're a fan of Annapurna then you'll be a fan of uh, this because they, they put out great stuff so yeah I actually I actually did I demo that at the last time I went to PAX East I think I did it was, yeah. I, was I, I really liked what I saw in the indie section I played it probably for like 20 minutes I was like yeah, yeah. when this game comes out First of all, I tried to get a review code, but I kind of forgot. Second, <laughs> if it comes out, I'm like, I'm either going to buy it or play it. And so I'm definitely going to play it on Game Pass. It's on my console, but I, I will probably buy it, too. Just yeah. To... Well, it's not much, either. I think it's only about $15, buy, I buy, think, buy, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Be... Um, yeah. So, but... Um... But yeah, no, I mean, it's worth checking out, absolutely, especially, and it's a lot more relaxing, too, you you know, don't worry about dying or anything like that, it's, you know, it's very much a straight shot, sort of side-scrolling narrative adventure game with a lot of, uh, you know, with a nice sort of implementation of, you know, you you got your platform in, you got your, um, um, your, uh, you know, your rhythm, and uh, almost kind of a point-and-click sort of feel to it as well, Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's awesome and definitely worth uh, checking out. Um, so going outside of Xbox for a little bit, um, and still talking about uh, shorter games, games on the shorter side. Um, I played a game called Arch uh, Lion Saga. Uh, that was on the Switch, Nintendo Switch, and it's a game by Chemco. Now Chemco, they usually do a lot of retro RPGs, and um, but you know modern stuff. Um, but all their stuff is very 16-bit and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they usually just put out a bunch of typically like they're they kind of go in like they're. They, I think they're kind of based in the mobile space, but over the last couple of years, maybe the last six, seven years, they've been kind of putting stuff to consoles. And I know they first started a little bit with uh, the PlayStation Vita, because I have a couple of their games on Vita. Um, and then they just started putting them everywhere, right? So now it's on Xbox, now it's on PlayStation, uh, like their consoles, like four and five, and uh, now on Switch. And Archline Saga is one of those games, really cheap, because it's meant to be like they, they call it a, poc- uh, a pocket RPG, yeah. because it's meant to be beaten in like. Pff- at most three hours it's not going to be your 30 40 50 hour experience you know five it's bucks. it's it's meant to be five bucks yeah. yeah super short super cheap worth every dollar it's awesome like it's uh it's very straightforward um you don't have to worry about dying too much you know if you're just kind of in the mood for an rpg and you know you're you want more of that nostalgic feeling of you know that turn-based sort of super nintendo era um you know chrono trigger and yeah. uh Uh, you know final fantasy you know four and things like that um yeah no it's awesome like that one and they also have i I haven't put on this list because i haven't played it yet but uh it's this pocket rpg arts line saga and another one is called ever dark tower that's the other pocket rpg that they have also five dollars yeah um haven't played that one yet maybe by the time the next podcast comes around i can talk about that um but uh but yeah I, i beat it it's um yeah it's just you know you know i mean don't go in expecting a mind blowing story again it's meant to be just kind of a you know like almost like a uh, almost like a fix, right? Where it's just like, man, I want to want to play an RPG, but I don't want to spend 50, 60 hours on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So it's meant to be just kind of give you that quick fix. So for a couple of dollars, man, like it's well worth it. You know, whether it's on sale or not on sale, I think I picked, picked it up on sale for about two forty nine, I think, so fifty percent off. Um, but even if I were to pay the five dollars, I wouldn't regret it. It wouldn't yeah. regret it at all. It's you know, again, cheap, nice little pocket RPG. Um, you know, I played it 
uh, 99% of it on my light, my Switch light, which, you know, because I wanted, again, I wanted that kind of old school Game Boy feel. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it was awesome. It was straightforward, party management, simple. Um, it was pretty much what you expect it to be, you know, if you're familiar with, you know, titles from that era, um, except without all the bloat. You know, it's just very right. straightforward, you know. And, uh, straightforward, I like that. And there's a progress bar at the top, too, which lets you know, like, how far you're coming along in your chapter. Oh, and I think cool. this one had about five chapters. Each chapter couldn't have been more than, like, I mean, 30 minutes. I mean, really, it was, nice. it was really yeah, straightforward. Like um, yeah, yeah, me no. too. Short, short is good. Short yeah. and sweet. Yeah, exactly. Like, perfect amount of gameplay. Yeah. You know, 80 hours in, I pull it out my hand. 100%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so, you know, just, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, this isn't, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yeah, what yeah, I was going to say. Uh, it's not Valhalla, thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. I mean, I love yeah, Valhalla. Valhalla but, you know, so. Yeah, it's, it's a oh, lot yeah, of great time. Game, but, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, there, there comes a point where it's just like, look, these credits got to roll at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look, I've, I've, but, I've, I've, I've bought more games. I need to play something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, again, it, I highly recommend it. It's just a couple of dollars is on the Switch. You can pick it up. But I believe it's on other platforms as well if you would prefer to play it somewhere else like Steam or Xbox or, you know, PlayStation. Um, you know, uh, I think it is available on the Vita too. So anybody out there who's still using the Vita, uh, you know, <laughs> go check it out there. <laughs> so, because, um, you know, that, anytime I can get it, they, you know, I can have to promote the Vita. I will. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but, yeah, no, I've been uh, playing um, in addition to that, um, on the bigger side of things, um, really, I've kind of spent the last, like, probably since around Christmas, really, so probably the better part of the last two, you know, maybe three weeks, um, playing a lot of uh, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I did play this game when it came out back in March of 2021, I believe, because I reviewed it way back when, when it came out. And I put a lot of hours into it, but I didn't put enough to the point where I got to the point where I where I beat it, like I was able to adequately write a review that I felt I had seen everything because you right. know games like that it, it's a farming sim, right? So after a point, it's like, all right, crops, townsfolk, you know, it, day night cycle, water your crops. Oh my god, it's raining. Stuff like that. <laughs> you know, after a point, after a point, you just you just kind of seen everything. So um, you know, and then not not every farming sim has this, but this one does. Where it's just like, oh, romance. Okay, so that's a thing too. You right, yeah. marry people, have kids, even divorce them, and stuff like that. So, uh, but uh, but the game, even though I liked it when it came out, I think I believe I gave it a uh, uh, like it was mediocre when it when it came out. It wasn't bad. It was far from bad, but it wasn't great right you know and but it was i don't even want to say it was good it was good enough it's probably the best way to put it it was good enough where like you know if you're a fan of story of season just farming sims in general at the time when it came out you would have loved you well, you still would have had a great time with it um but i kind of put it down for a bit because i got tired of all the bugs and there was a lot of crashes and slow down and the loading my god the loading was horrendous which kind of killed the mood a lot of the time when playing that game um but uh, I picked it up again within the last couple of weeks because I bought an extra copy um, as, as a gift, as a Christmas gift for my girlfriend. And um, so I wanted to just jump back into it. You know, I think it'd be, you know, just thought it'd be a, a, a fun game to, yeah. to, play, to play together just because I was, I was in a farming sim sort of mood. And uh, they have patched it so much since it came out. It feels almost like a different game. And it's, it's, now it's great. Like, now I can absolutely give you, you know, that thumbs up five out of five. Yeah. Maybe not five out of five, but a great recommendation, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, definitely worth trying, definitely worth picking up. 
um, on the Switch. It's a, it's a great time. The slowdown's pretty much gone. There's still some odd things, like there's odd, odd stuttering, like I'll just randomly be walking and the game will look like it froze for like a second or two before yeah. it just continues. That I don't like too much, but um, otherwise, a lot of the problems I did have before and just the community in general um, were patched because i remember looking through all the patch notes mm. um before i jumped back into it just you know to see like is this worth jumping back into let me see really quick and i i had heard in passing you know, people who were picking it up again for the first time over the last couple of months who were just like man i love this game this game is incredible and just people who played it when it came out like me and then maybe just jumped in again a couple months later who were like oh my god like this they've completely changed everything like now it's playable now and it's super enjoyable now right so uh, but i was looking through all the patch notes and Pretty much, I want to say, eighty percent of the things that I was complaining about when I did review it had been taken care of, and uh, which was great because I was just like, "Oh, I remember complaining about that. They fixed that, thank God." I remember complaining about that. I remember complaining that about that, and then just all this stuff from the patch notes was like, "Oh my God!" And just a lot of quality of life stuff as well that they introduced that just made yeah. the game a lot more palatable and accessible to a lot more people. And just things, it just made everything just feel a lot more intuitive too. Um, stuff that really should have been there since the beginning, but hey, better late than never. I guess. Oh, yeah. um, so, I mean, know. you know, they're working on it so they can have it when the PC version came out in like September or something, I think. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Maybe they were just like, okay, well, we'll continue making the uh, Switch one better so that when that comes out, they're both decent. Who knows? Yeah, they're, both, yeah, they're pretty comparable. So, um but yeah, no, I mean, it's been it's been a really, really great time. I've been enjoying it. Um, I do have a problem with some of the, the layout features. And what I mean by that is just like, you know, because you can you can decorate your farm, right? Just kind of just like you would decorate your island in Animal Crossing, right? You put items down right. and things like that, um, make little, you know, nice little like pathways and things like that. But some of the positioning is weird and, and places that you would, think you'd be able to place items or um any type of flooring down on um you can't and you're like why Hmm. why why this stupid restriction it doesn't make any sense it clearly fits you know but it's like nope can't put it here but every time you're about to lay something down there's like a little square there's a hollow square that would show you more or less where you're placing it and it's not obstructed by anything, you know. It's it's you know it's far enough away from the edge. You know, I, I know sometimes with Animal Crossing you can't put things too close to the edge, or even when you're putting patterns down, you notice that there's still like just a little sliver of grass, you know, between the patterns. Um, but this, I mean, we're talking. There's plenty of breathing room, you know. And for some reason, it's like no, you can't place it here. It's like why? It doesn't make any sense, hmm. you know. Uh, meanwhile, if I go one tile up in the, in roughly the same location, we're good. Why? Again, why? It's right. It's right here. It's like I moved it two feet to the right. It's uh, why is it okay here? No, too, foot, too far. It's too far. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But stuff like that drives me crazy. Um, but uh, but yeah, overall, it's it's a really really great time. I like the art direction that it has also, which is a uh, a big difference from the game that came before it, uh, which was called Friends of Mineral Town, I believe, which was a lot more mm-hmm. chibi, uh, mainly because that game was on 3DS and then they ported it to the Switch, so it still kind of had that 3DS look and aesthetic on it. Um, you know, those graphics weren't anything special, um, and the town was a lot more boring also. But this town is so. I don't know. It's just, I like the way it's designed, right? It's a lot more vibrant. It's a lot more um, fun to walk through. The problem with Friends of Mineral Town is the town was very, it just, it was very cookie cutter, you know, which is everything was just kind of like in a rectangle shape. You know, you got, you know, just three rows of pathways with maybe three houses on each, 
you know, yeah. you know, uh, uh, row, and then that was it, and, and not really much to see outside of that. So it was just very boring in terms of, you know, visuals and stuff like that. Um, but uh, nothing against the game itself, but just it just, I don't know, it just never felt exciting to go into town, right? It just kind of felt right. like, uh, I don't know, it just it felt like a waste of time, really. Um, so you know, um, but. Pioneers of Olive Town, though, is is awesome. A lot of cut customization, also in terms of uh, player character. So you know you can make your character look as unique as you want, um, with a bunch of hairstyles, a bunch of clothes. Um, now you do have to create the materials for these clothes, um, but uh, they have a lot of options for you to play around with. And then uh, you know uh, there's mines for you to go down, just like in Stardew. There's um, you know pets for you to have, tons of you know, chickens, cows, uh, uh, alpacas, goats, rabbits, you know, just things like that to, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, sort of, uh, you know, take care of and, yeah. and uh, you know, gather materials from, uh, you know, like, like their fur and just milk and eggs and stuff like that too. So, um, and then you can create just so many things with it, like mayonnaise and butter and stuff like that. And that'll give you more money as well. And, and yeah, it's just a lot to do and it's a lot of fun cut scenes all over the place, depending on, you know, how your relationship is with some people. Um, cause everyone has like a heart meter and just, you know, depending on how much you just have to talk to them, that's it. Just give them one little talk in like two seconds of your time, you know, and then they're happy. You yeah. Know? And then, then, uh, yeah. But if you really want to get, you know, super intimate with a particular character, you know, just give him a bunch of gifts and then eventually, you know, <laughs> hearts will go through the roof and they'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it's like, oh, this a diamond ring. It's for me. Okay. And, you know, oh, this flower. Is it for me? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's how these games work. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's, you know, just a, and again, Story of Seasons now, if you're a big fan of Harvest Moon way back when, this is what you want to play now because the Harvest Moon now is not made both by the same people anymore. Harvest mm. Moon now really is just a title that's been owned by Natsume because they own the property rights for it. So, right. uh, But Story of Seasons is where Harvest Moon essentially became because that is where the team moved on to because gotcha. you know they they kind of left this, they left Natsume. They couldn't take the property with them because they didn't own it, but they own Story of Seasons, so that's why Story of Seasons is kind of the new go-to now for Harvest Moon fans. So, um, and, uh, and yeah, it's great. I mean, those guys know how to do farming since, so that's why they've been doing it for, I don't even know, 20-plus years now at this point. You know, whenever the first Harvest Moon came out, I don't even know. Yeah. A long time ago. A long so, time ago, yeah. yeah. I remember playing one of the Nintendo 64, like, forever. Yeah, I was going to say, but, I, I want to say there was one on the, was it on the Super NES? Yeah, so. probably. I want to say yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what uh, first came out. Yeah, so yeah, it's been around for a long time. Um, lastly, though, um, you know, and uh, but yeah, lastly, uh, not a farming sim, more of a. <laughs> More of a serious, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah, very uh, serious. Yeah, more of a more of a serious sort of uh, typically a murder mystery. Can't get any more serious than uh, this. No, no, it <laughs> is. I am checked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no objections. I see what you one. did there. <laughs> uh, yep. uh, but uh, but yeah, the great Ace Attorney. I've been playing that. Um, it's uh man it's been a great time and i i haven't played you know ace attorney in a while I'm, i i still have yet to pick up the trilogy even though it goes on sale like all the time yeah, i bought um, the trilogy but, a long uh, time ago on the switch yeah i I've, I've been meaning to but i just i just never got around to it because i wanted to play something new you know it's just yeah. like you know these, these were just you know those were just remakes and um you know even though it's exciting to play those again i just wanted to play something new and um 
you know, but I, I, I really wanted them. I want Capcom so bad to port over the ones that were on 3DS because those were great. Yeah. Like Sp- Spirits of Justice, and I'm trying to remember the Dual Destinies, I want to say was probably I think, the other one. I think that's yeah. the one. I, I have them, but I don't remember. Um, they were amazing on the 3DS. Like, they were fantastic. They were some of my favorite games on the 3DS. And, um, and yeah, so Great Ace Attorney is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, actually a remake of games that we actually never got. They were just in Japan, and then they were uh, remade and localized for the Switch. Um, and it's a two-pack. There's two games in there. So, you know, it's not just one game. It's a remake of Great Ace Attorney 1 and then Great Ace Attorney 2. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's ace attorney goodness right so it's your usual you know you're going to be going to court and then when you're not in court you're going to these um you know these typically murder locations and you know you're investigating and you know you're trying to find all these items and uh trying to get as much evidence as you can before you go back to court and uh you know present all this information um and try to help out whoever you're trying to you know uh, uh, defend basically so um but yeah, no, it's it's a phenomenal time. I've been I've been loving it. It's hard to put down, and uh, man, on the Switch OLED, those colors pop. My mm-hmm. God, the colors pop, and it's it's a beautiful, beautiful game. Do you have your on, screen on turned screen. up one hundred percent? Oh, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. When you turn it up one hundred percent, like it gets so bright that I can't play it in the dark because my eyes. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, in the dark. Yeah, in the dark, I actually do have to turn it all the way down. No, don't, yeah. that green gets crazy bright yeah, yeah. It hurts well it, yeah. and and where it's a true oled and it goes totally black when you know i mean it has true black on it so my eyes have time to adjust and then all of a sudden you get the big bright nintendo and it's like oh my <laughs> gosh i'm blinding my retinas it's just yeah, yeah it's especially on like on ace attorney where like sometimes when people say something that has like an exclamation point in it like be a big flash a big flash and you're just like oh my god you know so, yeah and i'm trying to play it in bed before i go and the wife's asleep and all of a sudden the entire room lights up yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like a gunshot went off yeah it's crazy. oh my gosh yes. now thankfully what is cool though i noticed this in the settings though you can actually turn all that off you can turn yeah. the flashes off you can turn the vibrations off you can turn all that all the crazy like you know, instant sort of like flares and stuff. You can turn all that off if you want. Yeah. Like, you I know, think you have to anymore for seizure people. Yeah. You know, I mean, Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, you yeah. have to have that option anymore. Uh, yeah. Seizure people like they're, a, a, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> seizure people. Yeah. People who get seizures. Yeah. It's like, they live there's on, another way to phrase it, John. They live on the <laughs> island of seizure. I don't know. There's seizure people. I don't like they're yes, a, that famous yeah. you know country of seizure. No, I don't know why it came out that way, but it just did. Yeah, like, over in Mount Seizure. Yeah, over <laughs> over across the hill in Mount Seizure. <laughs> mm. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, but it's been a just a fantastic time. And but as usual with these cases, I mean, they they, they take a while. I mean, they, it feels yeah. like you're in court. You know, it feels like you're actually like in court trying to really in court. Yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. But it's it's so good though. It's just like those stories are just incredible. And you know, even though I miss Phoenix Wright, obviously, you know, I mean, but this is meant to be a prequel that takes place hundreds of years ago. Right. You know. So, um, but it's it's they're great though, and um, it's. It just feels awesome to be playing those, those games again, and uh, and yeah, I just can't wait to see another one. Hopefully, we get another original one soon because I know these are remakes, and obviously we got the trilogy, which were ports. Um, but the last original one, yeah, they were on 3ds. So yeah. hopefully, we get 
another original one, you know, pretty pretty soon because I think it's long overdue at this point. I can't remember. Spirits of Justice came out after Dual Destinies, but I'm trying to remember when Spirits of Justice came out. I want to say maybe 2016. Uh, so it's been it's literally six years at this point. It's been a long time. Um, and I don't know what the gap was between Dual Destinies and Spirits of Justice. Maybe two or three. So. If you don't mind looking that up. Uh, let's see. Ace Attorney Spirit of Justice was 2016. So that was 2016, okay. And then what about Dual Destinies? Uh, that's the other one I need to look here. Let's see. Dual Destinies. Here we go. Um, and that one was... Let me get my mouse all the way over here again. Uh, 2013. 2013. Okay, so there was a three-year gap then. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we're long overdue for it. Ooh, yeah, way geez. overdue. Yeah. My God, like, you know, but uh, but I don't know, hopefully we get one soon. You know, I know 2022, uh, the year just started, so who knows, we have plenty of announcements to come of games we've never heard about that we're not expecting. So uh, who knows, who knows what will happen. Maybe we'll get a new Ace Attorney this year, and uh, yeah, and we'll see what happens. We'll see. So, but, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much my, my list at the moment. So. Cool. All right, Nathaniel, we'll just go in the semicircle here. I for the make of you. Anyway. <laughs> well, like, the first one we're going to talk about is a game that's been a while since I played it because it was back kind of mid-December, so that I was playing it and didn't get to talk about it last episode because we were doing our, like, top games right. lists or whatever. But it's uh, Pray for the Gods, which is spelled funny. Thank you, Bethesda. Yeah, we talked yeah. a little bit about it, I think, it. Yeah, we talked about it like ourselves, just not on the podcast. Yeah, or, yeah I was going to say, I think we talked about it off, offline. So, yeah, it's a game I remember seeing way back when they kind of announced it, and then it came out in early access, and then because it's like a three-person team, it's a very small team, I think it's three, they had to stop developing it for a little while because of like some, you know, like family issues or something with one of them. Anyway, one of the team couldn't work on it, so they basically meant none of them could make progress, and then they came back to it, and it finally came out of early access in December. But uh, if you don't know what it is, it is a game that is basically three people are like, hey, we like Shadow of the Colossus. Let's do a game like that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what it is, but then it's got some stuff in it that's not Shadow of the Colossus. So it's got all the big kind of climb on a giant thing, boss fight stuff that's straight out of Shadow of the Colossus, just, you know, not, like, ripping them off or anything, but it's that style of gameplay. It also has kind of a little bits of uh, survival game gameplay where you have to go out and you have to, like, have food so that you don't starve and you have to, like, go get materials and things like that. You can uh, do some exploration around the map and other than going to the bosses and you can find some other stuff for, like, uh, some special enemies. You can find some different outfit pieces, stuff like that. And then it also has kind of a the stamina and climbing systems from Breath of the Wild. So same way with that, you find some things you can upgrade those so you can have better health and stamina, stuff like that. But it still has like the kind of like the same circle that you'd know from Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. and pretty much anything you can climb on except for. Uh, some specific surfaces that you cannot. But yeah, it's just like, hey, you got enough salmon to get up there? Sure, go, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So it's kind of like the setting is more Norse-inspired, so it's all very wintry and snowy, and then like storms will uh, roll up on you and you'll get really cold and 
have to survive them and all that stuff by putting a fire down or finding a cave to go into. But then eventually you like go find whatever the next boss is that you're trying to fight and you find the way to get up on it and then you find their weak spots and you're not stabbing them in this game. They have they come pre-built with like a kind of a plunger thing that you pull out and then push in and it kind of rings a bell kind of a noise. Mm. And then yeah, it's pretty good. It's got a little bit of jank to it, but you know, it's not like totally playable and it's like it was made by three people, so it's very impressive for yeah. a game like that that they managed to do. Yeah. Quite a few I can't remember how many bosses in there is like seven or eight or something like that for the whole game. And they're all like designed pretty well and they're all different and they're fun and yeah it's definitely a cool if it looks interesting to you then try it out for sure if you like shadow of the colossus it's similar to that it doesn't even has less story than shadow of the colossus has which is already kind of minimalist but that's just because shadow of the colossus has what like 16 bosses or something Something by the time you're done with it so it just has a little bit more room for it plus it's you know it's a bigger studio doing it so they can invest in a little bit more stuff but there's a couple of cutscenes here and there. The, there's a little bit of storytelling of like what happens after you defeat each boss and then what happens when you get to the final one and all that kind of stuff that's kind of interesting and a little bit of surprising here and there. But yeah, mostly it's about the gameplay. It's yeah. not really like a story game. But yeah, that game was pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, it's on my wish then, list on Xbox. Yeah, same. Well, not on Xbox, but on Steam. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to check it out for myself. Yeah. Yeah, so if you see the logo, it's P-R-E-Y, but if you see it written in text, they had an A into it because Bethesda sued them, and because they're just a small, tiny thing, they're just like, we're not fighting it, so they settled it, and that was the difference. They didn't have to change their logo, but they have to change it in text, so it's really weird. (laughs) So silly. It's like, no one was going to think it was a Prey sequel, guys, like, come on, Bethesda. But that even is like feels so long ago now, just because that lawsuit was way forever ago before it even came out. I think for early access too, so it's just like I don't remember the details of it now. Yeah. After finishing that, I fell down a uh, a near <laughs> rabbit hole. I uh, got <laughs> I got near replicate on sale uh, during all the holiday sales, so I played through all of that, which was like I think about forty or fifty hours to play through and get all the endings in that game. And then I played after that. I was like, I'm gonna replay Near Automata because <laughs> I've played and beat that game way back in the day. I'll play it again. So I finished that just the other day, like earlier this week, and spent another probably forty hours in that game. I spent like 60 or 70 the first time I played through it, but since I know how to do some of the stuff this right. time around, it's like, okay. <laughs> I'm, not farm- I'm not farming a bunch of materials I don't need or anything like that. Yeah. Playing them back-to-back is interesting. I'd never played Replicant before, mm-hmm. or Gestalt or whatever it was, the American release way back when. But uh, it's interesting comparing them because they very much are similar in a lot of ways and then there's certain things that they're very different on just in kind of like the structure of how the games work like you have kind of like a few different specific areas that you keep going back to and then different story things happen in them but there's also like a bit of a grindy element to both games and just how they play with different uh kind of gameplay things with like 
doing some platforming or just like the camera shifts where you're like, okay, we're doing like an overhead now and now you're like 2d side scroller. And now it's like the full on 3d action game or whatever. There's a lot more of that actually in uh near automata mm-hmm. playing it back to back. It seems like near replicant is the older game. That was the prototype. <clears throat> and then now we're going to do it again and do almost the exact same thing, but better. Yeah. And the like the differences is kind of the setting a little bit, but even with that, there's a lot of similarities and just like the type of story they're doing and some of the gimmicks that they use. It's like, okay, we had this idea when we did this original game, but now we can do it better <laughs> uh, because we hired an action studio, so we can just like be a little bit more successful. So there's a reason that Automata kind of was the you know surprise hit that it was, whereas the first near game was not. Yeah. Even though it's still a good game, it's worth playing. But it's kind of like they took a lot of the stuff from that game and like, okay, well, let's do that, but let's do it better. Is a lot of what I thought what it feels like now that I've played both games. Like, it's interesting. So that's kind of the fun way, fun thing I've pulled out of it this time. Was just kind of the comparisons of now that I've played both and played them back to back. Even it's like because I was thinking of that when I was playing through Replicant too, of just all the stuff I remembered from Otombola. But then like going. Straight into the the sequels, like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> now I really hope they make another of these games, because they're really fun. Yeah. They're really cool. Especially if I want to get my, uh, what, uh, what, like, like, anime f- crazy melodrama fix, plus all the weird action stuff and the other things that all mixes together, because, like, it'll shift tones on you pretty quickly sometimes, depending on... Yeah, if you just go straight through missions or not. Yeah. Characters getting absolutely anime angry for no reason. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I'm screaming to the heavens now because I'm very angry. Like, dude, you were cool like five minutes ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, down and breathe. Take Calm breath. down. It'll be fine. Or no, just all the. Like, there's the, especially in the near automata i was laughing because there's one particular character who's just like so thick-headed that like throughout the whole entire game they're just like saying the same statement about how like no it doesn't matter what machines say or whatever they have they don't have anything in there they're just like imitating things or whatever through the whole game despite seeing all the events of the game that's proving it is like no that's not it like there's more going on here it's just like no i'm stubborn because i want to be <laughs> that kind of anime character where i'm just like no <laughs> i have no rationality <laughs> but yeah like even like playing at the music in the game everybody like talk about like how the original one has good music and it does but Automata is like 10 times better with its music because they have all the best themes from the first game mm-hmm. are back remixed in Automata and then they have new ones that are just as good and so like that soundtrack is amazing. It's one of the best video game soundtracks of all time. Hmm. It's so good. I've, it's a really fun one to listen to. I've never played one. Just like, I've got it downloaded but I've never played it. I need to. It's one of those games. It's, they're both weird too where they have like Okay, here's the end of the game, but no, really, you need to keep playing because it's not the end. We're just rolling credits and pretending it's an end. Right. And then, like, play through again. Nier Automata does it better because it's actually different each time hmm. of something you're playing, whereas Replicant, 
the next playthrough it's like okay it's pretty much the same and then like i'm doing the same things but i'll get a couple of extra cutscenes here or there whereas near automata will switch up some gameplay stuff so your second playthrough is the most same hmm. as like like ending a is like playing through and you get that ending and then for going uh playthrough to ending b is the same part of the story but with a different character that you're controlling so it's different from that i respect and adds a different kind of like gameplay hacking uh thing that you hadn't done to that point in the game and then from then on it's different it like continues after so it's not like you're replaying you just continue so the yeah. fact that they call them endings is kind of funny yeah Plus, Automata has a bunch of joke endings. Like, hey, if you eat this fish, you'll die, and you'll get, like, a fake credit scroll, and it's an ending <laughs> on your save. <laughs> or just a bunch of random things like that. Like, there's one where if you do the self-destruct function on one of the characters where you're playing, it will get rid of their pants, and then if you play for a while, that's an achievement. Like, there's so many weird secret things in there in that game. <laughs> It also has, which I appreciated, like, I put, like, 40 or 50 hours into it and, like, got to, like, the final kind of, like, playthrough thing. Is like, hey, if you get this far in the game, hey, this character in the, you know, camp over here, you talk to him, like, hey, open a new secret shop that you can buy achievements. Like, any achievements <laughs> you haven't done yet, they're expensive, but if you've, like, you know, done the game pretty well to that point, you can sell some of the, like, items that are just junk items anyway that you've got in your inventory already, and then, like, alright, I've got a million credits, sure, I'll spend them on achievements so I don't have to go grind out materials for this thing that's or go hilarious. find all the weapons. <laughs> I'll just buy them, whatever. Sure, that's great. <laughs> and it's basically telling you that in, like, the NPC you're talking to is like, hey, do you want to? You don't want to spend the time on these? That's fine, here, I'll sell them to you. Yeah, here, just take <laughs> just don't tell anybody. <laughs> It's a big secret. <laughs> I don't know. They're just fun, interesting games that like Yoko Taro is a unique individual. It's kind of like it's a Kojima game is a Kojima game. It's very much the same thing with Yoko Taro where it's just like he's got his own weird sensibilities that he wants to put in the game and stuff he wants to experiment with and it's unique to anything else out there. Yeah. That's true. So the last two on my list I've played just like a a uh, couple hours of each. Uh, the first one was Monster Hunter Rise because I have no patience and I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it came out on like Tuesday and so I bought it Thursday because I finished Near Automata on Wednesday and I was like, I want to play something. I, I know something. I've already pre I already pre-ordered God of War on PC, so I know I'm going to play that on Friday. Screw it, I'm buying Monster Hunter Rise <laughs> on PC because I want to play it at some point, even though I don't really have time to play right yeah. now. <laughs> That's hilarious. You have all the games to buy for to play for a day. It's like, uh, Monster Hunter Rise. What? <laughs> I, was like, I really like Monster Hunter World. Everybody seems to be reviewing this really well. And, you know, why not? Sure. Yeah. It's good. I like I'll it try and remember Switch. how to play Monster Hunter. This will be fine. I've got time to play this for a couple hours. Time enough, right? Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> I made what I played was cool. I played through, like... Some of the tutorials, there's still tutorial uh, quests I can go do to tell me how to do some of the different stuff in that game, but yeah. so far it seems pretty neat. Yeah, I liked it on Switch. I, I didn't play a ton of it, but I played enough of it to know that I liked it. So. Yeah, I like some of the stuff that uh, is new in there, like the the wire bug, I think they call it, that like, lets you kind of like... That thing is awesome. 
Like you can just zip around in the air and yeah, grapple yeah. things. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And then there's some other stuff with it you can do like that I haven't gotten to do yet, but I've got the mission for like you can uh, ride wyverns, wyverns, whatever on it yes. using that same thing or something. I think I don't That's know. Good. That's I've barely scratched the surface of that game. Yeah, there's a lot. So, there's a lot to see. I, I put maybe about. I didn't. I mean, I didn't really like. At least in, in Monster Hunter terms, I didn't put much time into it either. Maybe 15 hours, but like. Well, I did play of it though. I loved, um, and it was it was really good. Not, but I still maintain that I think the best Monster Hunter game on Switch is still Monster Hunter Stories. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one's game is really good. Yeah, that game is incredible. Yeah. That's another one that's on my Steam wish list that I'll probably get eventually. Who knows? That's that wish list. I, I cut it down a lot, so it's only like fifty something games instead of like a hundred and fifty or something of yeah, what I go through and I filter through it <laughs> once in a while. I have to because yeah, you know you, you don't realize to. how much you're adding to your wish. Yeah, there's someone there who's like, I don't remember what that was, and then there's someone who's yeah. like, I'm, I know I'm never gonna buy this. Let's just yeah. take it off of here. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so today, as we're recording, uh, God of War came out on PC, and I played about three and a half hours of it this evening, and it is awesome. It's like, here, it's a great game, an amazing game. Now I'll put it on a platform that you can just crank the you know prettiness factor up just that little you know extra bit. So if you've got the system for it, it's like, hey, it's a little oh, like better textures. You're in a better resolution potentially than like the original game although like with the ps5 update you can do that as well on the console right. and then it's like it's running at a you know high frame rate um, i think I'm, mine was averaging like a hundred frames a second or whatever which on my nice monitor where i could take advantage of that it's pretty cool yeah i was gonna say it's, so it's a lot i kept it's... going like i'm playing through and i've pl- i've finished that game twice so I'm pretty familiar with it, and I'm just running through like the beginning part, and just like, oh, that looks good. Oh man, that looks really good. Oh, that looks good too. Yeah. Does it look better it's... on the PC than it does on the PlayStation Five? I know they didn't do it too oh, much yes. on the PlayStation Five, other than I think unlock the frame rate was about all they did on the PlayStation Five. I want to say. Well, I think PlayStation Five it also yeah, like because it was run. You could get on PS4 Pro, you could get 4K. I yeah. think, but. I played it on the PS4 originally, so I didn't see it. Oh, okay, so you didn't play it on the PlayStation. And then I played it on PS5 when they did the update to it. And that's the two two places I finished the game at was those two times. And now I'm playing it on PC, and I I don't know, I will probably finish it just because it's a really great game. It's a special game. It's one of those where it's just like, oh, a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing or whatever. So even if the sequel coming out soon, and it'll probably be good, it won't have that same special sauce that God of War 2018 has. Mm. Just because it, even if it's just like, hey, it's just as good quality, it won't feel as good because we know what to expect now. Right. Whereas with God of War 2018 coming out, nobody knew exactly how good it was going to be or what they were doing with it, and then they kept revealing a little bit, and then when you play it, it's like, oh, okay, this is very different than what you might have thought it right. might be and it's like a lot deeper there's a lot more stuff there and then just the particular like storyline that they're telling in that game is so well paced out and is a really good story that like they're gonna have to really up their game to tell yeah. something kind of better for the second game so i don't even know if that would even be their goal it's like let's just do something different that's good hopefully is the yeah. goal we'll see when it actually comes out but yeah, it looks very, very shiny on PC and very, very sharp and smooth and everything. It's Everybody's been giving it really good reviews because it's a pretty good port and you can run it on pretty much any kind of, you know, 
level of system right. still run well apparently so yeah that's good yeah I, I i watched a little bit of the digital foundry video of course you know i'm watching it on 4k you know but at the same time it's like it's not the same as having it Right it's still YouTube, so yeah, it's not going to be as sharp. Yeah, and that's that's why I wondered. I I, fe- I knew you were going to buy it, so I was very curious to find out. Yeah. You know, if it really, yeah, that's the it's one also, thing I wish they'd done on the PlayStation Five was just give it a little more shine. You know, not that yeah. it doesn't look, not that it doesn't look really good on the PlayStation Five. I'm not saying that. It just would have been nice to you know get a little bit more. I mean, there's nothing they could have done to make it look better on PS5, I think. Like, yeah. they could have done a few things, but it wouldn't have been enough to be like, okay, wow, that looks markedly better, Yeah, I think. Or the amount of work they'd have to put into it to do that is just way too much when they're working on a sequel, and that's going to get them well, yeah, that's, better results that's anyway. Too, like, yeah. we'll put, put enough to get it running on there and looking good, because it's already... Still, even if you do it on a base PS4, one of the best-looking games right. to this day, like it's it holds up pretty well. Yeah. So just playing it on PC or even the PS5, it you know, it's a good game looking better. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely worth playing yeah. if you never played it because you never had a PlayStation, but you got a PC, get it. It's one of the best games of all time. I read a story. and again one of the best music soundtracks of all time. Mm-hmm. I read one of the story. I read a story today with God of War coming out about how some of the devs at Sony had to beg upper management to let them put those games on PC to make them. That's so weird. It is weird. Well, yeah, it it's sounds just... like it's a perfect storm of like people asking for it, and then a bunch of the different dev studios under Sony just saying like, "Hey, this is a good idea. We really should yeah. do this." And then like enough people saying, yeah, "You could make money doing this, guys." So then the up- yeah. upper yeah. management finally like caved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, it's it's not like and and that's what aggravates me. It's not going to. Everybody's like, well, they won't sell consoles. They won't sell consoles. It doesn't matter. They don't make enough money off of consoles to justify it. They make the they're money really off the software. That's where they make also the money. Also, not at. true anyway. Like. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> and people are still going to, you know, I do I have a gaming PC that can play God of War probably at the highest settings? Close. You know, I don't have the newest GPU in it, but I mean, I've got last year's model. Well, I guess the year before last you know, uh, it's, but still, I, I still have a Xbox. I still have a PlayStation five. I prefer to play on consoles, but I'll play on PC if I want, you know, and I can, and now not everybody can, and that's fine, but give people the options. You know, everybody's like, oh, well, if they put first party PlayStation games on PC, I just won't buy a PlayStation. Well, fine. You won't, but 10 million people over here are going to anyway. So what difference it's a does dumb it make? way of thinking. It's it more, is. it's not restricting it. It's expanding yes. your audience. You have more people you can sell it to. It's mm. not, it's, it's such a dumb way of thinking and suddenly like dragging their feet on doing PC ports when a lot of other places are it's just like, no, come on. You could make it better by just putting them out there. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. It's also, it's just no different from Nintendo. I mean, like Nintendo, they've been kind of doing it a different route, right? Where like, they've been kind of taking their existing properties and like, let's just kind of make mobile versions out of this. Right. So you had right. Super Mario run, you had a fire emblem heroes, you have uh, animal crossing, uh, pocket camp. Right. And these are games that came out and kind of, marinated in the mobile space for a little bit before the actual sort of yeah marinated (laughs) like and like you know kind of before the actual like proper mainline games came out on the switch right and those on to sell god knows how many i mean fire emblem you got to think about it fire emblem especially is now one of the highest grossing apps on the google play store probably ios as well Mm -hmm. um and you know we're talking about a property fire emblem that you know 
by the time uh, Final Awakening came out on 3DS, they were like, look, this is the last one. If this one doesn't sell, because Fire Emblem didn't really have, especially in the Western market, didn't right. really have the following anyways. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, when Marth got thrown into Super Smash Brothers Melee, everyone was like, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> no, right? Like, no one, Marth was, like, Roy is better. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> everybody was like, who's, who's, who's that guy? Um, now half of the Smash Brothers so, characters are from Fire Emblem, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, well, I have, let's see, one, two, three, Stop. four. Stop, we don't want any more Fire Emblem. I've got four away. Fire Emblem Amiibos right here in front of me with a yeah. uh, with a print in a frame from Fire Emblem. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, there's quite a few Fire Emblems. Yeah, like Fire Emblem has, like, just absolutely grown and expanded and blown up since the 3DS, like, since, well, Awakening in particular, because Awakening somehow just sold millions and millions of copies and everyone through word of mouth was like dude this is an incredible rpg buy it you know so and because of how many 3ds's were out and about at that time especially like i mean people right. were just eating that up and the next thing you know fire emblem became this new sensation for nintendo became all of a sudden just shot up to be one of their highest uh properties i mean it's still mario zelda obviously but it's up there now well you know? and there's now there. there's a reason why on the 3ds the gamecube and below Fire Emblem games are worth so much money on the secondary market. I mean, Path of Radiance on the GameCube alone, if you want a complete in-box copy, it's going to be $230 every day of the week. I bought it for $40 on clearance at GameStop when GameCube games were going out. Yeah, you know. And people now have yeah, and I mean, you just you just go on price charting and look at Fire Emblem games on 3DS or or Game Boy Advance or GameCube, and it's because they just didn't sell well because people didn't buy them but now fire and then now everybody wants them you know everybody's yeah. like i, I, I want to play it. yeah it's funny yeah, yeah. Um, because i mean people are realizing oh my god these games are actually like inc- like incredibly deep yeah and there's like the story is incredible and the game is just a lot of fun it's great um so but yeah since awakening came out the production value in awakening probably helped a lot because all the cuts well most of the cutscenes were like anime and like it was mm-hmm. like watching full-length episodes from something on like VRV or Crunchyroll, you know? it, was, right. it was awesome, and uh, like the production value was through the roof. And then they're like, "Huh, okay, well, let's try remaking an older one. See how that does." So they remade Fire Emblem Echoes, right? Which was, I think, was a remake of Fire Emblem what two? Maybe I can't remember. I can't remember um, either. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, they remade that on 3DS. The collector's edition sold out within minutes. I know because I bought one of the only ones that were available. Yep, I bought one too. <laughs> so, I got one too, yep. sitting right over behind me. Yep. yep. And anytime, yeah. anytime anymore, a Fire Emblem game comes out and there's a collector's edition, I buy it immediately. I don't yeah. even look, see what it yeah. is, because yep. if I don't, I'll never get it. I mean, it's gonna sell out. Yeah, and the yeah. same thing happened with Three Houses too. When that collector's edition went out, boom, with a snap. Yeah, with the, just by the time you snapped, it was gone. Did I get it? Was that I didn't, unfortunately. Um, I thought about it, but I, I, I didn't. Um, Maybe I did. Uh, I don't remember. I but it was a beautiful collection edition, though. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, I did get this. Maybe I did get it because I had the steel book for it. Was that the only way to get the steel book? I don't you know what? Know. I think I did. Get the see, now, edition. now I'm going to have to look at my. I, 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 I can't see it behind me, so I've actually got to turn and look at my list and see what. Yeah, I think I actually did get the collection edition. Actually, now I think about it. Yep, I did. Actually, you know what? Never mind. I did. I did get the collection edition for that. Um, um, must have been a different game I was thinking of then, but. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, that sold out in an instant. And then, of course, I mean, uh, going back to the mobile game, it's one of the highest grossing apps in the Google Play Store. Mm-hmm. I know, um, you know, tens, if not hundreds of millions of downloads. And, you know, just people just spending money on it like crazy. Right, um, cash cow. So absolutely. And, uh, and then 
what, what happened? Like they made Fire Emblem Warriors, right? Uh, in collaboration with uh, Omega Force and um, and Koei Tecmo, so uh, which was just pretty much a Fire Emblem version of any Musou game. And uh, yeah, I mean, in three houses, been selling like hotcakes still. Yeah, still, it's crazy. Um, you know, when you look at uh, Nintendo's financial earnings year over year, it's like it's still up there. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's crazy. It's game. This game that could barely barely hit a hundred thousand in the west you know barely it, it always did kind of okay in japan always kind of but like um but still not enough to warrant like just keep making them you know and uh all of a sudden ever since awakening came out man it just everything just minimum one mil that weekend that weekend yeah. you know so it's it's insane it's absolutely insane and uh but i'm happy though because fire emblem you know is a fantastic series with a great art direction and um it really kind of sets uh new ground i feel every time i you know play one because it just i don't know even though it's like a standard sort of you know strategy rpg i don't know it just feels like it does things differently those those games are just so smart and just so good and yeah. uh just the depth within them and um all the different routes as well so you know uh almost like a visual novel where you can just go you know you can go here there here you know depending on the choices that you make and uh uh yeah just so much so much detail so much yeah. depth in those games but yeah problems was incredible so yeah. all right eric what have you been playing we went off on our we veered it again so now we'll veer back again so. <laughs> i got a new headset too so i think i sound a lot better yeah yeah anyway, you do i've been playing uh nothing too exciting I really haven't been in a gaming mood recently, the last week or so. You know, like at night, you know, get done with work and stuff. I've just been reading and catching up on a lot of TV shows. I get that. But I've, been, I've been playing a little bit. Um, let's start with, I don't know, uh, more Far Cry 6. I, I, I think probably like 20% of the way through, 25%. If I know. if I kind of like a Far Cry game, will I like this one for $20? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say I was thinking about it for twenty. Did you I was like... it was I was thinking about it for when it was on Amazon for twenty dollars. So yeah. did like, you like Far Cry Four? Uh, I don't think I played four. I played five. I played a little. I bit. I played some of three and then never played a Far Cry again because it's just another five. UB game. <laughs> the most recent one I played was Primal. I, I finished four and three and Primal, and I think it's fun. It's it's Far Cry-ish. Got all your Far gotcha. Cry stuff in it. See, you Far Cry 5 it's kind of spoke to me because it, it seemed like the story was real cool. And it does have co-op. Yeah, that was the other thing. It's like, man, yeah, it would be kind of fun to play co-op. Yeah. It's always good. So 20 bucks, right. I thought. I mean, for 20 I'd do it for 20 I mean, I bought it on Black Friday for like 40 digitally. So, you know. I don't think there's cross-play, though. Just heads up. Oh, if I get it, it'll be on Xbox. Yeah. It's good. It, it play. It's it's Far Cry. You like Far Cry? I always forget Far Cry. Running around, driving it. vehicles, doing his <laughs> thing. I think that like the upgrade system and like experience and skill system is a little more robust than I remember in the last few games. So that's been kind of interesting. You can, lots of different options. Yeah, I mean, Xbox. I always, I always, I always try to be stealthy, and then I just throw in the towel. Series X, <laughs> twenty bucks. I'm like, let's snipe the guy or use my bow. I'm like, eh, I'll just run on my shotgun. Yeah, there's some there are some cool stuff. There's like a, a backpack mechanic where you can have this like special weapon on your back and it does like different things. Like it might deploy gas that causes the the enemies to attack each other or fires off a blast of mortars and there's like a, a cooldown. It, it's kinda kinda handy. 
Uh, it's been pretty fun. You have like little companions too. I don't know. Yeah, the previous game had this where you can have little companions like animals help you. That's kind of cool. It's been pretty handy in fights, but it's Far Cry. All right, so let's talk about the other stuff. Um, Saints Row 4. Bought that on Nintendo Switch. I don't know why. I ha- I remember playing that game. Because it was $2.34. That's why I bought it. I even, I, I even <laughs> almost bought it I and bought I went, eh, even at $2.49, am I really going to play this game? It's like, uh, you never I fired know. up and immediately I was like, <laughs> oh. The first 20 minutes, I'm like, now I know why I dislike this game back in the day. I, I have finished it. I beat it on PS3 back in the day. All of it. I yeah, beat it on it all the DLC. I own the Saints Row 3 remastered because that's the one that has the GPD DLC. I think 3 was the last real good, good one. Yeah. Saints yeah. uh, Row the 3rd is the best one that they've done. Yeah, 3 yeah. is good. 4 is like, uh, you know, you're super powered up and you're trapped in like this sort of like video game matrix kind of thing. Yeah. It's okay. It does not look great it looks exactly as i remember it i'm sure i'm like oh man chunky on the sides the trolls are funny it's it's okay i mean it's definitely a time sink but you know it was cheap i have been playing hunt down which is a game i played at pax a couple years ago it is a retro 2d shooter platformer uh it's Hmm. it's fun it's very arcadey uh definitely has co-op but it is not online co-op only couch gotcha so it's it's cool it's fun it's challenging but not super hard so like for someone like me it's a good ge- it's a good experience yeah. I, th- I think i'm on there's like five there's like five or six areas each area has like five or six levels on a boss so i think i'm on area two it- it's pretty cool there's three different characters with different weapons and a different like melee attack or throwing weapon so it's not is it one hit no i think you have a couple lot you have a couple it's not one hit kill. I think you have a couple, a couple of life bars, so oh. you don't die right away, and you respawn really quick. There's plenty of generous checkpoints and little secrets, and it's very, you know, it's a very throwback game. It's fun. It was, I think it was five or six bucks, and I had my eye on it for a while. My buddy recommended it, and I was looking around for prices, and it was cheapest on Switch. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Works great with the Pro controller. That's all I use. Only the Pro controller. I get mad at the Joy Cons. I like my new Joy Cons. I didn't bring them down here. I'm enjoying those Joy Cons. Well, I have the I have the Zelda one, so they'll probably work great. Yeah, I have <laughs> I the have Zelda it. ones too, but I'm afraid to play with them because I don't want to rub the yeah, rub the paint. I don't want to rub the paint off of them. They're too pretty. Been, oh yeah, no, they're gorgeous. I mean, I've I literally been, spent seventy dollars on controllers just to go. Oh, these are pretty. Let me set them on the shelf and look at them. Yeah, <laughs> the ones I have here, these are actually. Nikki just see, looks but like I have them in cases though, so like you know. Oh I do, yeah, I do see, and I the Zelda Joy Con. Oh yeah, yeah. I just yeah, and I I, I need to get the to go right there. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. I mean it is. Mm. My God, yeah, I that. love them. I love them. I just, but I, I'm always afraid that I'll rub the color off of them. So yeah, I know that's it. But, but it's like, does the paint cheap? Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a clue. I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to find <laughs> out. I just use them, John. I'm a, I'm a sweaty palm guy when I play for yeah, a long time. I don't I don't want to take a chance. Light, I can't a little greasy. Light, actually, light gray controller. Nope, I don't like I, I have a white controller in the right here, and that's only because it came with the Series S. I literally never even put the batteries in it. It's going to go back in the box of the system, and then if nice. I ever need I have, it, it'll... 
you know, here. Trade it in or no? I have a, no, I have no a I'll keep it. I'll, I mean, I'll keep oh, it. Yeah, I've, I've got a blue Xbox One controller, and I have the white one that came with my Series S. And my Series S, there's a skin. I have a nice little green skin on it. Yeah. It does a good job. Yeah. Ooh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that you know bought a, a, a Elite 2 controller and still using it on a Series X. And then I'm like, yeah. you know, now that I, I don't really want to have to depair my controller to my my elite or my x and then to the s and then back and forth i'll just do a trade and get another elite 2 pro controller because there i'm crazy go. that's what i'm talking about so, <laughs> traded thing. some games and got me another brand new one so nice. it's like okay yeah, this you is just... trade. i was wondering how, I was wondering yeah. how that went, see now I you're see. catching up to me john i know right <laughs> well it's like i bought that 20th anniversary you know play <laughs> xbox controller but i literally bought it because it was the 20th anniversary controller not that, that I person. wanted to play with it. It just looked so cool. I wanted to have it. And I can't do that. $70 for a controller just for me to sit and look at and go, oh, man, that's so sweet looking. I mean, I, I don't. I saw, you know what I saw locally? Speaking of controllers, uh, the last of us two PS4. Oh, that thing's worth some money. And it was like 50 or 60 bucks. And I think it's still on Facebook. I'm going to have to go look after this. Well, I was like, oh. I, I would keep it. I'd put it, I'll put it on my shelf next to my other yeah. last Well, it's like I've got the Halo ODST controller for the 360 that came with the game. They're all literally in the box. You know, I played with it back in the day, but I don't play with it anymore. Now it sits in the box with the game, and I just look at it and go, man, that's pretty. That bird. <laughs> just, I don't get, you know, I, I can't go into collecting controllers, but just every once in a while a controller comes out that I go, mm, I have to have it. I looked real hard the other day at that Forza Horizon 5 controller. And <sighs> they had, they at one of the Walmarts I went into, they must have had 20 of them, and I just stood oh, there. They and, had them oh, yeah, store? they had tons of them. Oh. They had tons of them. I went into one store, and they had literally 40 of those 20th anniversary Xbox controllers and 20 of the Forza oh, 5, and I literally just stood cool. there and stared at that Forza oh. one and went, I want that Forza one. I like that color. I, I like don't that need color it, game. but it John, looks really except cool. for the part where you do. Like that's the thing. <laughs> go, go get it. If not for you, then for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna buy that Elite too. I'll use tonight. it for you. I'll, I'll come yes, home. I'll come home with it, and I go. And, and Nikki looks at me and goes, "Why did you buy this? I bought it for Dennis. This is why. Are you going to? Are you going to yep. give it to him? No, I just bought it for him." <laughs> Yeah, that that would go over real well. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so but yeah, I mean, I'm whatever. <laughs> yeah, that elite. Go buy the if you could buy it for a hundred dollars or less. It's totally worth it. Yeah, even yeah, if you don't use those Microsoft back pedals, cool. just it's Microsoft, it's worth it. Microsoft Store on Instagram has a deal where it's like twenty percent off, and there's another coupon taking another twenty, so it's, it's right around a hundo. Jesus, I'm probably gonna get it. I mean, it's worth Eric it. Eric needs it. I, I, I like to say, it's not that I use all the, the triggers behind or anything like that. It's just the weight and the, the, the rubberization of it feels good and the ability to adjust the tension on the thumbsticks. It's just, it's my favorite controller. I and mean, I'll need some sort of dongle or something to use that with my PS, to use that with my um, PC, right? No, it's Bluetooth. So if you have a Bluetooth adapter, it'll just okay, got work it. right with it. Or you can just connect it with the USB-C cable. Charge cable. Cool. Yeah. And so the last game I've been playing <clears throat> is the most interesting, actually. This is uh, Heaven Dust 2. Um, we got a copy for review. I had never heard of this game. I never heard of the series. But I looked at it and went, okay, you're shooting some zombies. 
I'm in. <laughs> so it's an isometric game. Um, it's kind of like chibi. The characters look all kind of funky, but it's also uh, it, it's pretty much Resident Evil. Yeah. Like Resident Evil One, you're going around collecting little like things to use in you know puzzles. Put a gear in, you know, hit the switch, open the door, fire, find a little emblem symbol, <laughs> put it in a statue. You know, Resident Evil One. Right. Uh, the combat's pretty good. Your inventory is pretty small. I think you're trapped. In, I thought it was in a space station when I first watched the video, but you know, you're trapped in this like facility, and you're like one of only one survivor, and different kinds of zombies, and kind of use the environment against them. You can craft weapons and mods for your guns. It's pretty good. Uh, I, I sat down and played it for three hours today. That's pretty long for me to sit down and play a game. But it, was, it runs well. It's got some pretty decent save system, complete with that sort of save room where you can save it on like a computer slash typewriter and stuff stuff in a box. Yeah. Just like this. <laughs> but it's uh, it's pretty good. Um, it I, looked the cool. Puzzle, the puzzles aren't too hard. A couple of them I had to go look a walk. I had a walkthrough because I got stuck for more than like 20 minutes. Yeah. But. It looked cool. They sent me an email and asked if we'd be interested, and I, I kind of watched the video and went, eh, it looks cool. I want to know how much it is. I don't I want to say it's probably under 20. But it got pretty good reviews on um, Steam, too. So. Let me see here. Let's quick. see. Um, on Steam, it is fourteen ninety nine. There you go. So 14, probably for fifteen bucks, I would buy it if you have a slight interest I, in like survival horror. It's the same price on Switch. No Switch tax. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, it looked really cool. Yeah. I like the art style of it and the you know the asymmetric Diablo style uh, camera thing. It kind of the combat, like the shooting combat's pretty good. Like it will like it auto aims on the enemies, and then if it'll like auto, it'll focus on their weak spot, which is cool. But if you manually aim, that that's kind of not the greatest. I don't know. It's yeah. super sensitive. So, like, you're trying to shoot an explosive barrel next to the enemies. It doesn't always work out. But that's my only gripe so far. I'll have a review of it soon. If, if it look, it just, the look of it feels very Resident Evil-ish. Oh, I mean, yeah, you know, it is. Okay. And it, the music is very Resident Evil-inspired, too. Every time you go to save, the music from the save room makes you think of, like, you know, Resident Evil 1. Oh, like, yeah, so you got like a little Resident bit of, like, 2. piano and whatnot. Like a yeah, song. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little thing goes in my head, and I'm like, yeah. 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 I, I love that save room music, though, man. Like, there's there's these awesome, um, like, believe it or not, like, chill Resident Evil, like, uh, videos, like, on YouTube that are, like, hours long. One, two, three, four hours just, long of just... the music? Yeah, music. just, like, yeah, but, <laughs> but, like, chill, like, ambient stuff that you can just put in the background and you do chores with it in the background. You just just relax, just lay down on the couch. Okay, just... I gotta look this up. Yeah, like, yeah no, it's amazing. All right. Well, let's get into the news real quick, because there's, well, we didn't really have a a news show, you know, the last show. So, and there's been a lot of announcements, believe it or not, since then. So, uh, Ubisoft Plus is coming to Xbox. It is not coming to Game Pass, people. Everybody oh, assumed hey. it was coming to Game Pass. Who cares, Ubisoft? Also, this cracks me up because it's you've linked Ubisoft's official site, and it starts with Ubisoft announced that it's Ubisoft Plus subscription service. Blah blah blah. It's like. Why are you talking about yourself that way? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you announced it. You are talking about your own self. Bob Dole says on? that Bob Dole knows what's Bob Dole's doing. Uh, <laughs> I just got some copy paste from like another like. 
I think they copied yeah. and pasted it exactly from the uh, Xbox blog is where it seemed like it. So it's coming. anything about the- do we know anything about the cost? No, like they haven't said about. anything about the price or exactly when it's happening. It's just I'm coming. I assume it'd be the same as the PC version of it. I yeah, doubt that uh, they would change the and, price. I'm I'm going to guess that it's probably fourteen ninety nine a month. If you want that, if maybe if you're a Game Pass subscriber, they may give you a discount on it a month. I don't know. I, who knows? Package it in like EA Play is and with the uh, Ultimate. Do that. Then yeah. it will actually be news. Just I, that yeah. you can get it on Xbox. So what? I think cool. <laughs> Far Cry Five. I think you will eventually. They will do that. I think. I think starting out, they probably won't. But I have a feeling we will see that rolled into Game Pass Ultimate. At some I had, point. I had tweeted that I think this is you know with starting with Rainbow Six Extraction, they're probably going to sort of test out Game Pass integration. Right. Um, you know, because I mean EA Play before it was on Xbox Game Pass was a separate service when it was on Xbox also, mm-hmm. and then maybe like a year or so later, then it eventually became part of xbox game pass ultimate right. so um so maybe they're probably the same thing with ubisoft plus where they're just like you know let's just put in a game here a game there see how the numbers are see how that retention rate is and then probably that way you'll probably get a lot of cross like crossover subscribers as well yeah. you know xbox game pass ultimate members going to over to ubisoft plus I mean, likewise ubisoft well, plus members going to xbox game they pass have some classic classic ubisoft games on there that's kind of tempting like some of that mm-hmm. stuff is a little bit expensive even if you buy it digitally on like GOG, but I don't know if I can fifteen a month. If it's fifteen a month, I'm not interested. Even though you do get the new day and date games and DLC and yeah. stuff like that, that is cool. I have a feeling if they integrate that into Xbox Ultimate, I bet they'll take away that day and date new yeah. thing away. Yeah. I, I can't imagine them still doing that. You know. And make I don't know. Well, who knows? That's just speculation. I don't know if they still have it, but back when I used at the time, it was called UPlay Plus. Um, right, that was their client. Um, so, but they did have two different tiers before. You had the fourteen ninety nine one, which is the the plus, okay. but you had UPlay Basic, which was eight ninety nine, so a couple dollars cheaper. Um, and that one you did not get your day and date okay. new releases on. Um, you got it was mostly like it mostly it felt like more of a vault, and it, it to me that tier was not worth it even remotely. Yeah. Like that tier was really bad. Um, like the vault is fine if you're feeling nostalgic and you want to play some older games, or you just want to have like a little little bit of a history lesson. Maybe you're first getting into gaming. Maybe you've never played Ubisoft games before, you know. And then you want to start off kind of you know kind of like okay, well, what got them to where they are? Let me play some of the older Splinter Cells. You know, let me play some of. Uh, you know, like, you know, There's no other option than playing older Splinter yeah. Cells. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have no other option. <laughs> They're all older now. It's yeah. so but sad. In that announcement, Rainbow Six Extraction is launching day in date on Game Pass Ultimate, which is the 20th, which is what, Friday, I think, or Thursday? It's next week. Um, Friday. No, Friday, actually. Yeah, yes, Friday. so, you know, uh, I'll download it and play it and try it out. I'm interested in it, but not... If it's like the other, the last Rainbow Six, where it was co-op, online only kind of type of thing, and you're yeah. playing against bots, I'm not interested. If it actually has a story like Vegas uh, or Vegas 2 did, I'm interested in playing it, but I'm still not interested in paying $60 for it. But I'll play it on Game Pass just to... Man, those 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 years of 360 with Vegas and Vegas 2 playing the story co-op, man, it was just... 
It was, was fun. Stuff. It was good stuff. And they, I wish they would get back to that. I understand the competitive side of Rainbow Six and the eSports side. I, I, I totally get that. And that's cool and all. But for me, it's the co-op, getting three, four guys like, together and doing the squad stuff. Yeah, also, was, you also just alienate, I think, so many people yeah. by you know just kind of removing features like that, too. Yeah, so. I think so, too. But um, And going into that, Ubisoft announced that they have no plans to bring Ubisoft Plus to PlayStation 5 anytime soon. And everybody's like, well, I'm sure it's Microsoft got a deal. No, it's because those hundreds of games are backwards compatible games from the PlayStation 3 era that you cannot play on PlayStation 5 because they don't have backwards compatibility for PlayStation 3 games. So <laughs> that's, that's why they're not that. bringing Ubisoft yep. Plus to yeah. not PlayStation that, 5. But they probably, they're probably like, look, they, of course it's something they want to monetize. So it's like, oh, you want to play those ps3 games and ps2 classics well, yeah that's why we have playstation now yeah. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. pay 20 dollars a month or however much it is we'll talk now, to be an absurd amount um you know for something that you should be able to access regardless but you know we want to monetize it well so. let's let's skip to the last story that i put in there that i saw this week on from several different outlets about mark cerny filing patents that suggest that new backwards compatibility is coming to the PlayStation 5. Um, it sounds like I've read through this and I don't understand how somebody looks at that and says, oh, that's backwards compatibility. It sounds like a bunch of, I don't know. It's, it's way more technical than I can get into. But it says backwards compatibility through the use of spoof clocking and fine-grained frequency control. I have no idea what that means. If that means clocking the GPU or something like that. The only thing that I could, the only way they're going to get PlayStation 3 on that system or any of the other ones is it's going to have to run emulation. And the PlayStation 3 is so hard to emulate. Yeah. <clears throat> the only people that'll be able to do it is Cerny and Sony. So we'll see I mean, how it goes. emulators on PC were terrible for them. Yeah. For PS3 and so. stuff. Like they were horrendous. <clears throat> I mean, this gives me hope that they may have some kind of backwards compatibility because that'd be great. I'd love to be able to take my digital games or my disc game and pop it in like I do on Xbox and just download the place, you know, the PlayStation 3 version and play it on PlayStation 5 with faster load times and stuff like that. But <clears throat> who knows? This was just a weird story that I did not understand a bunch of stuff that was in that patent. And companies file patents all the time for stuff that never see yeah. the light of day. So if they're basing this just that there's a patent out there, then that doesn't mean that it's actually going to be here. Right. And if it is, that'll be here anytime soon. Right. Like. Exactly. <laughs> um, steam deck is on track for February. Um, valve came out yesterday, uh, on their official, uh, steam deck. Uh, it's really hard for me not to say stream deck, um, <clears throat> site or a uh, Twitter page and said, that they are on track for um, a February release. So anybody that's got quarter one should be getting emails um, at the end of the month, end of February. Um, What I did for mine was when I traded in my Xbox last week, I actually went and bought $300 worth of uh, Steam Steam cards cards and put them on my wallet um, because you can use your... Because I emailed customer service about this and asked them, and what's going to happen is is where I have a pre-order, Valve will send me an email and says, hey, your pre-order is available to ship. How would you like to pay for this? If you have money on your Steam account, it will auto- you can take that off and then pay the rest of it with PayPal or a credit card or your debit card or whatever. So 
I already paid off almost all of my but $100, but I was like, well, why don't I just go ahead and trade in my play, uh, my Xbox that I'm not going to use to pay off my, you know, my uh, deck. It's um, a good idea. Yeah, so according to mine, I'm in the second quarter batch, so I guess that's March, April, May, I, I guess. So I would assume I will get one by summer. I would like to get that email at the end of February and say, hey, we would like to ship you your valve. And I would go, okay, you could do that. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I am kind of excited for it. Just, you know, uh, oh, yeah, Wired Productions got theirs in so they could test all their games and make sure it works on it. They have been tweeting for two straight days with stuff and going, look at this, this game runs on it. Look how great it looks. And they, they even made their own YouTube videos showing how the thing works and the games work on it and everything. Yeah. So. I think that's the most impressive part, honestly, is you've seen all these developers just <laughs> taking like a sigh of relief of just like, wow, we didn't have to do anything. I think it's good as it is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Some of them, all they had to do was yeah. if they wanted to adjust the controls. I mean, that's all they have to do. You know, and it's like, you know, and Valve's going to have their little steam deck check or whatever they call it on the store so you could look at that game yeah. and go yep it will play on steam deck with controllers yeah. and it's great so <clears throat> i'm looking forward to playing some of those indie games that i bought on steam that i cannot play anywhere else and i can download them and take them with me so i like that i like that not having to sit in front of a computer if i don't want to so um psvr2 was announced um <clears throat> it sounds really cool i want to see more of it um that's yeah, pretty much just here's some tech you know info like here's the specifications on what the hardware is going to be but they're still not doing the whole here we're selling you on psvr2 right. here's what comes with it here's all the cool games because they're not ready for that no yet. so here's here's some of the 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 stuff the visual fidelity uh it's a 4k hdr 110 degree field of view oled um so it's a resolution yes. of 2000 by 2040 um, that sounds nice to me. It's nice. Uh, smooth frame rates of 90 to 120 hertz. That, uh, that is also nice. Um, it has headset-based control tracking, um, so you don't need a camera, an external camera, like you did with the one on the PlayStation. That was what aggravated me. That was the biggest thing. Well, two of the, one of the biggest things with the Oculus Quest was well three i guess really was the ability to not have to constantly be within view of a camera if i wanted to turn around and see what was behind me i can turn around and see what's behind me without the the camera going hey um we yeah, can't like, see you, you. turn back around you got to turn back around you know you can't it look behind you. gets rid of that obstacle of being of having that restricted movement yeah. you know um, the only other restrictive movement thing is you've still got at least one wire on it, which kind of stinks. I would like for it to be wireless. It's that's, what's nice, they but they can't, they can't do that. There's no way that they would get fidelity that right. would make people want to buy it and still be wireless at this point. It just, the signal exactly. for wireless wouldn't handle it. Well, so exactly. They're, I mean, they're wanting it to be a lot closer to the, uh, you know, premium VR stuff yeah. that you could only get on PC. I think that the PSVR 2 is going to be a lot closer to, you know, the fidelity that you would see on a PC than what PSVR 1 was. Yes, so absolutely. I guarantee that's their goal with this. Like, hey, we want it to be as, you know, shiny and cool yeah. tech toy thing that we can get. And I totally I totally get that. At least it's only one wire. It's not three wires like it was before, yeah. which was nice. And I, I'm hoping that it's not a box. I hope it just plugs right into the system and it's done. I hope I'm not tethered to a box, then to the system. But... 
I don't see why you would necessarily need a box because wasn't that for like some extra processing for the original mm-hmm. one? Yeah, so. it was. And you're not going to need that with the PS5 theoretically, at least. So, yeah, hopefully it won't be an extra thing. It'll just be just like plug it in the console and you're done. Yep. Um, it has actually has eye tracking in it, which is kind of nice. Um, no, I don't know if any other headset has that or not. Um, I think maybe Valve does the index. I know the Oculus doesn't. Um, the 3D audio, which the last one had. Um, the eye tracking, what else was it? Um, there's as, actually um, there's actually vibration, there's haptic feedback on the um, thing itself. So really you awesome. can feel things, so that's kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> I guess I don't know <laughs> how tired are you going to get if it's like oh my head keeps rumbling because I keep getting shot yeah because <laughs> I'm playing these shooter games in VR <laughs> yeah. it's more like a than it does you know constant just you know yeah, I, it's going to depend on how much fidelity it has because so if they could get sort of like the sense of like oh something whizzed by your head or something like that that's those... my understanding it's supposed uh, to be like wind you know that you could feel it kind of uh, yeah and it'll, it's one of those things that you'll probably just have to try it to see if it's as good as the haptic feedback in the dual uh, in their like ps5 controllers or whatever then but just on a headset then they they could do some cool stuff with it it's just how many people will be able to do that (laughs) yeah new uh controllers uh which they're calling them uh and we'd actually seen the controllers before this i think somewhere so and they'll all be haptic feedback triggers like the you know like the playstation 5 controllers which is which is cool um, they did show off a little snippet of the uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain that's coming out for it, which, I mean, it looked like Horizon, but I'm in VR. So, I mean, that's cool. I mean, but it didn't show off a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah I was like, what, do, what is this? Tell me what it is. Right. Then I'll get excited it's, about it. I it's like probably <laughs> more just a VR experience like Batman was. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just an experience, you know, and that that's fine. So... Yeah, they didn't say when it was going to come out. I'm there. I'm guessing they're shooting for this year. They also didn't say. I would it. say they hope to put it out kind of like this fall, yeah. but they're not saying something just in case it has to. They have to push it because of right. supply issues or whatever. Because um, launching a tech item these days is hard. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they didn't say a cost. I'm going to guess with the 4K yeah. OLED that it's probably going to be Ain't at cheap. least 399 if not 499 the same price as a PlayStation 5. They need to keep it, yeah. I think, at least 399 or below if they want to be competitive. But, yeah, you know, because, I mean, Oculus sold a lot this Christmas, this holiday. I mean, Well, it depends on what they're aiming for with it, right? <laughs> if they're aiming to only sell a certain amount because they want to hit, you know, you know, this type of user or whatever, and they're aiming more for, hey, I would spend a thousand bucks on a PC one, but I can get, you know, a similar experience by doing the PlayStation one for 500 bucks. Right. Maybe that's what they're going for, which I don't know, that would seem weird, but yeah, pricing is definitely going to influence how well it'll mm-hmm. do. Well, and Plus, how many actual games they have for it as well is also right. going to influence it. And so. they've said before there was going to be backwards compatibility, but they didn't say it in this, so I'm assuming backwards compatibility from the old PlayStation 4 games to work will still work on it. Yeah, but this is more about like, hey, here's the hardware, what PSVR 2 looks like, and here's some specs on it. That's right. pretty much what they were announcing. They weren't doing any of the other Yeah, they, I mean, they weren't going into it. real depth you know, on it, but... 
Um, but yeah, I mean, geez, though, in a, in a, in a time where you can't get a PlayStation five and they're already announcing a high end accessory for it is crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, but they've still sold enough of them yeah. that they figure that they can probably, you know, sell enough of them. Who knows? Yeah. If they can uh, get them out stores, they'll sell some, you know, I, I think, and just because they put it here now doesn't mean it could be like next year that yeah. it actually comes out too. We just have no idea. I want to say it will not be easy to get though. I don't think that they're going to be able to make a ton of them. So okay, so the last that yeah. last that I saw January of last year, the about five million PSVRs, you know, in customer's hands of last you know the last the first vr so i mean that's what probably five percent of your user base i mean they sold like 110 million or something so what's five million of 110 five percent i guess i'm just math who knows um (laughs) very small though but you know i doubt they're planning on selling tons of them anyway because vr is still a niche thing that only a certain amount of your user base is going to be even interested in right let alone i have seen actually buy one i've seen more friends this year buy oculus than i could have ever imagined um well the wireless thing is huge it is huge remove all of those barriers to yeah. doing it then like people will be like sure i'll drop some money on this just for the neat experience yeah. of it so uh, and the, that's why it's been successful i think and i know eric could speak for, speak to this but the the difference in the playstation vr and the oculus 2 is just night and day even though yeah. it's not as powerful of a system as you know the playstation 4 just the the clarity the you know the wireless ability the you know it it's it's amazing ease, uh, in, ease of setup and use i mean yeah. you put it on it boots up yeah tap tap a button there you go away yeah i mean and, and it, it for somebody who had playstation vr and i played it a lot and then get an oculus and still be blown away by how good it is that speaks something so i'm expecting when the vr2 comes out and i'm you know will i get it at launch no probably not unless i have an extra x amount of dollars laying around yeah but you know will i get one eventually absolutely i'll get one eventually but i I, to be blown away by that again hopefully i wouldn't see why i wouldn't be the fidelity would be bigger Um, i mean i think you could easily get kind of like ps4 like high end ps4 level graphics on it at the very least depending on what studios are working on it and how good their tech department is they could probably eke out some more who knows so i mean the only component that i haven't bought yet for my oculus is a USB-C cable to run to the pc so i can play you know like half-life and you know that kind of stuff which if regular half-life makes me sick i'm sick i'm sure that alexa or yeah. whatever it's called uh, uh alex, alex yeah, will make, make me just make is it just source engine games yep. that uh, give source, me trouble so, source yeah. engine games give me trouble something but, uh, weird about that engine yeah i don't and i don't understand it but i really want to play that game and it's like oh man it's i'll play it for five minutes and go that was awesome but i well, can't play it ever again it's like i had <laughs> so, mentioned like the Wolfenstein series of games, the most recent ones. Mm-hmm. I'll play them after a couple hours. I'll, it'll make me sick too. The most recent, the Young Blood. I played that on Xbox. Same thing after a couple hours. Of yeah, it's funny how things are like that. I don't get it. I don't know what it is. But and here anyway. I am, destroying things in Far Cry Six. Not a problem. Yeah, Doom. I play Doom with no issue. No Doom and Doom Eternal. 
No problem. Yeah. Well, and you know, I played all those VR PlayStation VR games. Never had a problem with any kind of nausea or disorientation or whatever. Same thing with Oculus. But man, you set me down in front of this computer and put Half Life Two up, and I start to play it, and it's just like, nope, can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like, know. Yeah, it's Who knows? it's a weird thing. Yeah, it's very strange. But um, as we talk about it, yeah, that's all I got. So you know. Um, there was a couple other things, but I kind of left them off. It's like, eh, we'll see how some you know, news goes next week, maybe. But, yeah, so that's that's all I got, unless anybody else has anything else. Um, Nada. Nothing new and exciting. All right. Well, we're going to call that a show. We should be back in two weeks. It'll probably be a Saturday. Tuesday starts my work out of week, every, or work out of town every week. Till Memorial Day, so yes, I I am excited. So I've got my Series S all loaded up and ready to go. I tell you what, <clears throat> the, I haven't played a lot on the Series S because I haven't had to. But having that memory card has been a total godsend because a terabyte on that memory card will hold a lot, and to just to be able oh, yeah. to pull it out <laughs> and then slap it in my S play my games, then pull out and slap it in the X and play my games seamlessly without having to format, without having to do anything is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like, this is great. It's very nice. Is it, you know, $200 for everybody? No, but yeah, it was convenient. Yeah. Convenient. Yeah. It is way convenient. But it's like I said at the beginning of the show, now it's like when I buy a game, it's like, ooh, no, I want to buy that physically because, you know, I won't be able to play that on the series. <laughs> uh, the physical. Yeah. It's just, it. just game pass. You're going to run, out of, sp- you run <laughs> yeah. out of space eventually. So just, just stop I have now. I have a whole <laughs> other side <laughs> of a basement over there that is the entire length of my living room. The spare bedroom uh, and the cat's room in the hallway. I've got plenty of room. I can make a huge. Uh, room. No, that's not the wrong way to think. Just no. Uh, I can. I can. You do can't this. give yourself room like that, John. <laughs> that's too much room. You can't do that. It's just crazy talk. But yeah, so when we have, um, by the time we record the next show, uh, we'll definitely. Um, I'll definitely have some stories to tell about how well the Series S works. So, um, by swapping it back and forth. So, okay. Like I say, if you ever want to join us live, um, follow us at GL underscore podcast. Um, that way you'll know a couple hours before we go live. If you do it on the podcatcher, doesn't matter what day we record, you get it the next day anyway. So, or two days, depending on, you know, if I can get it up in time. You know, they're only calling for a foot of snow Sunday. So, this will be. Can't wait! I can't wait. It's foot of snow into Sunday and Monday, and then I got to drive to Pittsburgh on Tuesday. So hot, dang! <laughs> Good times. Got to love January. So that's how we do it. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for hanging out and listening, and we will catch you all next time. Take care. See you later.
podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.